The money store. That shit was so dope they had to play it on the radio. It's Friday night and we're in fucking Queens. Friday night and we're in fucking Queens. Isn't it about time for somebody's favorite radio program? Live from Mirage. What's up, Queens? What do you say there, bottle of A bar in a garage. Garage with apple juice and dick in the morning. Mike and Yonkers, what's up, Mike? I'm laughing at you, not with you. It's Friday night and I'm in Queens. Right. Goddamn right. Hey, Live from the garage. It's Ronnie Wood from the Rolling Stones. I'm packing my pistol. I do quite well for myself. They pull it a barrage. Who is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Take two of these and call me in the evening. Holy shit, Jay. Zoot to Charlie. Rusty beard. Fucking fireball. Sir. Listen to live from the garage. Don't listen to yes. I once farted at the beginning of Master of Pups. Yo, Kev. I only come out at night. Time to six. Go punks yourself. My oozy of ooze. Nobody wants yeah. anything to ooze. You can tell by the way that I wear my uh, pants. Saturday Night Fever. Man, no time to break. Let's <laughs> do the news. That's the news. And that's the news. <laughs> you wrong Tron, bro. <laughs> correct Tron, bro. Oh. The Ryan game. Let's move on with the game. Thunderbolt. Tilt the Swinton, Dan. That's all day in my drawings. Yeah. Welcome back to Live from the Broad here on Radio Nope. Thank you once again for joining us. <laughs> it's electric tonight. Yeah, I gotta tell you. Yeah, man. Look out. Palpable. Cut the electricity yeah. with a knife. A knife. Uh, thank you, Tree Voigt. It's a tremendous, tremendous show. Preemptive strike. Preemptive strike. And, uh, yeah, man. I don't know. I, I was, yes. I wasn't listening. I was preparing for my own show. Good. What do you got? Nothing. <laughs> Zilch. Big Zed. Big nothing. Got nothing to talk about. Nothing. Um, at the nine o'clock hour. I thought we started at eight. Where's everybody? I don't. You know, hard eight. I thought we were going. With. It is a hard eight, and don't get me wound up here. <laughs> People are moseying on in, straggling at, the, uh, at their leisure, stumbling in when they feel like it. Yeah, I mean, lock you know, the door, and then they'll come in and watch. They'll be like, "My headphones don't work. My microphone doesn't <laughs> work. More, more this game. wire is too short." <laughs> Fucking jerks. Prima donnas, everybody. Yeah. It's herding cats. Hey, why doesn't my headphone work? I don't know. I'm a maintenance man. I got to upload the podcast. I got to do the interview, do the research. Do it all. I do it all. And then I'm supposed to straighten out somebody's headphones. For what? And, uh, you know, put them on a, a throne, <laughs> put the headphones on their head, and uh, go, is this good? Does, good. does that feel good? Yeah. How's the cups? Let's see. I'm going to get texted. No. It's, it's, what uh, do we got? It's just the two of us right now. That's correct. Yes, Solis. call in, please. <laughs> it is Pete and I. How you doing, Pete, man? I'm good, man. Yeah? Yeah, I can't complain. I'm doing all right. Though. I'm shot. It's been a yeah. whirlwind. I've been off since Wednesday. Yeah. Nice. You've been off longer than that. Oh. Oh. Have you? What are you doing? I banged out. By the way, Billy Bragg at 9 o'clock. 9 o'clock, people. Yeah. Uh, Thursday, Friday, I called in. So. Thursday, Friday, you called in sick? Yeah, I hit uh, my 50 hours, and I'm good. Nice. Fuck them. Nice. What'd you do? Nothing? What did I do last <laughs> night? No, I had my, my draft, which was a shit show. Oh, the old fantasy yeah. football. And then last night, I went out nice. Nice meal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I chilled. It was good. <laughs> a great meal. Just a great, great fucking, fucking meal. meal. It was fucking delicious. Worth it. Well, good for you. Yeah, I'm doing all right. I'm glad. Yeah, you, you. you seem okay. I'm shot. It's all a charade. It's been a long, long week. A long it? couple weeks. No. Yeah, between DMC interview, which will be up tonight it's after this show. Still buzzing from that, huh? 
and uh, yeah, going to the games with Mario and all this other crap. And then last night we actually, if you're going to listen to the, um, oh, somebody's calling. Here we go. Mike and Yonkers, what's up, Mike? Hey. Hey. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> there he is. Yes, caller, you're on the air. <laughs> I... I was uh, sorry. I was uh, I was temporarily uh, predisposed while the phone was ringing. Uh, was the dab ring was on. You, you sit you sit around all day doing absolutely nothing, and then the one second you decided to call in, you were predisposed. Hold on one second. Sure. Let's let's talk about me sitting around doing nothing. I I have been on my feet since six no five a.m. It's Steve Pacific Steven Standard Soli, by the way. Wow. Yeah. yeah, hey, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? Hey, hey. How you? <laughs> this is what I've been waiting for, just the two of you oh, no. in, in that place before anybody else it's shows up. golden hour, my well, friend. You, you've got it. <laughs> we deliver. How's yeah, Oakland? So, <laughs> what's what, wait, what have you been doing since 5 o'clock, standing on your feet? Yeah, I've been, I've been running around a goddamn building with <laughs> uh, a bunch of dogs. <laughs> right. Now, now it's... Now it's time for me to unwind. Nice. Oh, I see. Good timing. And this is how you want to unwind by calling <laughs> it to us idiots. Freaking. I, I, was, I, I, I call talk radio shows <laughs> while taking while while taking bong hits. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much my deal. It's my thing. I was just chilling chilling with my buddy Arliss over here. You know. You know what I'm talking. About? Buddy Bobby Wolf. I just saw him. I was watching it. Of like some, they were doing some thing, sports thing. Bob they, Wall. Yeah, he was on there. <laughs> They're like, you know, let's get Bob Wall on the sports thing. Let's get his insight into this uh, documentary of how the Knicks, Jets, and Mets won the same year in 1969. I, I didn't hear what he was saying. I had it on mute. <laughs> no, it's Arliss. Arliss. I'm sure it was clever. You ever watch that Arliss Paul? <laughs> Sandra O. You know he's well. He's he's Arliss. No, it certainly uh, is. <laughs> One word. It's How good to hear from you, man. I so like this to, is it? This is it. Uh, Ryan's here now. Mario walked in, but he's probably... Right Ryan, look, see if he's in my kitchen. He's going through your fridge. Frying an egg. He usually stops at the kitchen first. Let me hold yeah. on. Let me look. <laughs> yeah, it's just the first thing I saw when I got here. So. Yeah, I don't see him in there. Maybe hey, Pete, okay. what's going on? How you doing, I closed my bedroom good, door. I know. You're, you're lucky. That's all he goes through. <laughs> the medicine chest. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I called him three times to see what, cough medicine. If, he was, <laughs> if he was coming and he didn't answer. He probably lost his phone somewhere again. His voice smells funny, though. <laughs> you got me this nervous. Is, I thought is, you were going to be all alone, John. Yeah. I got this that is text what I love. The banter. You You put a, you, you, you ask Mario if he's coming in. The day his his friend Billy Bragg is on the show, <laughs> and he yep. doesn't pick up the goddamn phone. Right. I am waiting for Billy Bragg to be like, I don't know who this person is. This is can be. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's here. We actually <laughs> ask and he shall receive. Why are you on a different microphone? Oh, you can't hear in your headphones. No. Wow, what a surprise! And I'm supposed to troubleshoot this yeah. now. I hear it. I hear it. I don't hear myself. Lucky. That's yeah, because your not you're on the wrong microphone. I don't know. We don't know. I'll switch with Pat. I like Pat. <laughs> show. I like spinning on Pat's mic. Oh, God. See, people could hear you even without the mic on, I believe. It's working. You don't need the microphone. Just take a long pair of headphones and sit in the corner. 
That's what I do. I had it. <laughs> Done with you. My headphones are away. What did I predict? Exactly what was going to happen. Check one, Nobody check shows two. up on time. Like, what's wrong with my headphones? Pete's here. It hurts. I showed up 24 hours Pre, in advance. Pre-production is 8 to 8.30. That's right. Pre-production is 8 to 8.30. <laughs> <laughs> it starts rolling around the quarter to nine. <laughs> 8 to 8.30. I'm out here. I'm out well, here in the jungle. I called in to check the phone line. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. You don't know what I'm up <laughs> No one was surprised as me when the phone rang. I dusted that old thing off. <laughs> Who could it be? We got new microphones. It's like the bat phone. Yeah, new headphones. Mario, Mario stole. Some, I shouldn't say that. We got some arguing. They're fighting over the there. <laughs> That's my, my microphone. Headphones. Volume control yeah, for me. Oh I'm my god! Dude, you fucking dick. This oh. is something. You want headphones? <laughs> Bring headphones, my friend. I can't hear a thing. Oh my god! Just stone deaf. <laughs> oh no! <sighs> Mario, so anyway. Mario's bringing those those like blue rubber headphones that used to take speech classes. Exactly, exactly. You library issue. You're not. It's that's not even a joke. That's he went. He went to his last day of school and he like jacked some deaf kids' headphones. <laughs> we don't have deaf kids anymore. Well, not since the accident. <laughs> no, really. I, I can't hear myself. I hear you well. I John. don't care. Yeah. Show up early and test your headphones. <laughs> I tested them. They worked before. He did no, them it's all. not the headphones. It's it's I can't hear myself. <laughs> I can hear you fine. Yeah, it's coming in good. Really? Yeah. So you Son can hear everybody bitch. else. Come on, Mario. Why don't you guys start over again? <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. You're Thank right. you, Sully. How are you? Gain up. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Pete's gonna. Me, I'm great. <laughs> I'm. I'm it's... <laughs> Me, I'm great. If you if this is the first time <laughs> tuning in to the show. So here, Billy Bragg. Uh, yeah, that's going to happen at nine o'clock. So you might want to might no, want to go to take the dog for a walk. A few bong rips. No, stay here with us. Yeah. So uh, I asked Soli a question. How are you? I believe it was my interview question. I, I'm I'm doing well, John. I'm, Good. I'm doing all right. You know, uh, incredibly long and grueling week, and uh, and uh, I'm I'm near the end. It is my Thursday. It is so uh, tomorrow, Uh-oh. and then I. I guess he's not doing that well. Caller, you're on the air. He faded away. We never saw him again. <laughs> it's the last we heard. <coughs> I do have to try something. Bear with me a second, audience. We're going to lose the show. Not that I mean, I know it's tough. <laughs> it's riveting. <laughs> I'm going to go on to a new uh, Wi-Fi channel. Oh yeah, that'll work. Yeah, you sound good now. Yeah, I can hear. Hello. Yeah. No, I don't have to. I don't think it was us. Uh, we're back. Are we back? Yes. Right. Oh, here he is. Should be good now. Hello. Yeah, I don't know what happened to him. We lost the car. We lost the radio show. We're, but it should be fixed now. Yeah, lots of things. I'm. It's all, I, I just woke up. <laughs> good morning, John. <laughs> Shot. There was I <laughs> toast. Sully, call back if you could hear. If you're within the uh, range of my voice, the radio frequencies. I uh, there was a, like a. I get on the train Uh-oh. to come here from work. Double uh, R or the subway? No, the 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 Long Island Railroad. Okay. I get on the train. There's a giant bag, like a gigantic stand-up black duffel bag. You could fit a person in it, and it's just by itself. Did you say something? No. Nah. Good. I didn't say shit. Good. I'm a rat. Keep your mouth shut. I sat right next to that thing. I'm like, fuck it. 
See what, right. Let's see where this goes. My lucky yeah. day. Good way to go. Let's see what it happens. Painless. I'm all right with it. I'm all right. I, I'm, at, I'm at peace with it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the conductor looks at it and he's like, fuck. He gets on the, cause he gets on the train at the same time as all the rest of us. Ah, fuck. Oh, fuck. He makes announcements. Is anybody's bag? Is that yours, guy? Hey, guy. A bunch guy. of people just got off the train and in Penn Station. We got on after they got off. That's how it works. It wasn't an empty train, so somebody left this gigantic bag, so, which could be filled with the many pounds of thousands of pounds of explosives. Yeah, the first thing I did was kick it. I like gave it a couple of kicks like an idiot. What's wrong <laughs> with me? I sit, so I sit in the car, and I'm like, I'm so tired. I'm like, I'm just gonna try to take a nap here with this bomb. <laughs> People are getting off and going to the other. They're like, fuck this. This is fucked up. Yeah, I don't want to deal with this. Yeah, some lady's Friday like, I, I don't like the looks of this. And she nope. gets up and she moves to the other car. And You're I'm just snoring. like, eh, kind of too lazy to move. And, I, uh, so, I would immediately start rifling through that bag. I know you would. <laughs> What's in there? Uh, anything good? A bomb? What does this wire do? <laughs> so uh, after I defuse the bomb, we, we're on our way. <laughs> this guy... This guy comes first. So now they evacuate the train. We have to go to the other side and get a new train. Wow. Yeah. And they're like, ah, shit. You know, the cops come down and they're looking at this fucking bag. And all of a sudden, some dude just like moseys on up and <laughs> puts it on his shoulder. Like, <laughs> with another, the, the conductor, the cops are, but he's like, are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? He's like, oh, hey, man. See you later. Well, like, where the fuck was he, though? I don't know. It? I think he put his bag down. Is it roses? On, on one car and then, like, went to the bathroom on the next what it car. Is, so. Yeah. And so. Now we just move to a new train, and the guy with the bomb gets on the new train. Uh, what so time this, is this? You fucking ruined this everything. It's a 425 ooh, ooh, at a Penn Station. Shit. Have you lived in New York for the past 18 years? <coughs> and now, so now like, we evacuate the train, we're on a new train, and the bomb is still on the train. No one's looked in the bag. Uh, who was this guy? I don't know. Some bomber, I guess. Was it Kojak? <laughs> no. no. It's just some dude. That's my story, but it never went off, thank God. But who knows what happened to the people? And you didn't say after I got off. No, the the conductor already was screaming at him and stuff. He got his uh, medicine. Yeah, was what for? He got the what for, and we didn't blow up. So it was like a you know kind of a win. I was kind of hoping something would happen. (laughs) Couple bricks. (laughs) I mean, that's a big bag. It'd be a lot of explosives. I don't think. Yeah, it's a quick way to go. You don't have to linger for years. I'm I'm like behind the. I'm like ah, this this chair will protect me. There was an explosion in Manhattan today. It was a manhole. It was a manhole. manhole yeah. That was the same guy. Where? Midtown. Murray Hill. Second Avenue and 35th Street or something. Ooh, that's a nice that. part of town. Yeah. There it goes. There goes. The manhole cover blowing off. Call Ed. I ain't touching it. So now we're here with Ryan and Mario, and 9 o'clock we'll have Billy Bragg. Uh, that's an a r- interview that Mario and I recorded yesterday at 5 p.m. Ooh, that's Just right. so you guys know, because Billy was not available tonight. So well, he's it's, a very uh, busy man. 9 p.m. New York time is uh, 3 in the morning in London. So Is it? Yeah. yeah that's that's why he's not available. He's sleeping. <laughs> Good for him. <laughs> he L- said lucky he, him. He said he'd give us 15 minutes, and we had him on the phone for 40. Yeah. Do you remember you? No, he had no clue who I was. <laughs> <laughs> Who's this? Who? He's 61 now. He's worse than me. He's got the Alzheimer's. No, he was great. He's no, totally he's great interview. Yeah. Yeah. Is he coming stateside? Oh next, yeah. Yeah. Next week. So uh, yeah, he's got a bunch of tour dates. Cool. Uh, it's interesting the way he's doing the tour. How so? Well, I will tell you. I'm teasing him, baby. He. Um, Can I give the official title? 
Yes. It's one step forward, two steps back. And that's the name of the tour. So it's three like nights in a row. So it's in one. The first one's Virginia. Then he's doing Bowery Ballroom here in New York City. Then he's uh, doing Boston. So you do three nights. The first night is in each town. In each, each town, three nights in a row. The first night is a career-spanning <laughs> night. The second night is the first three records, and the third night is the second three records. You guys going? And he's th- he was here before. He did a L.A. and a, a couple other cities, and this is the second half of that. So this way he. You know, well, you'll hear him explain it. How he, he likes to reduces hang out. his, uh, he wants to hang out in the city, reduces carbon footprint by not flying everybody back and forth all the time. Good, and all good on him. Yeah. I really thought it was a full band, though. I, I, I was surprised. Nah, it's just to hear him. Oh, nice. He's yeah. doing the uh, troubadour. That's style. one way to reduce your carbon footprint. Leave the drummer at home. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Fuck him. Fuck him. You guys I, going? I know from the days of. I believe uh, we'll go to one of the of shows. touring with Billy and with Vaughn. He when he goes to a town, he kind of is like an emissary, and he meets like all these incredible people, and he has all these things set up. And they went to Nashville, and uh, they went to El- Graceland, and then they went. To, yeah. You know, there's always people that he's meeting at each town and networking with because he's more than just a singer; he's a political activist. Now, in this political climate, Mario, does this. Maybe I'll hear about it in the interview, but does he face a lot of backlash uh, about his message? Or? Shut up and play. Mm, yeah, we'll listen to that I, in the interview. Yeah. Listen, he will answer that he question. Did, did and remind that. me how you know him. All right, so 1981. Tell <laughs> the audience and how is, you know him. Is his debt finally repaid to you? And he's off the hook, and you don't have to ask him. No, no debt. How long does he, he have He did to know loan you? Vaughn money to put a down payment on his house. You ever wow. get that back? Uh, yeah, well, uh, he got that back. He got that back. One worked for him, <laughs> and then he just uh, gifted it in the uh, loan. He worked it off. No, but well, he, got, <laughs> he got paid as well. I mean, it wasn't a, it wasn't a total uh, sweat equity socialist gulag. Right. But uh, in 1981, <laughs> we were doing the radio show, and Vaughn, my partner Woody D, that he was on the air with us, said, "Oh, this guy's playing at the Lone Star. He really likes the Clash." So we ended up going to see him, and afterwards we were talking to him, and then we struck up a uh, friendship from there. Uh, I started leafleting because at that point there were no, he would be doing all this political speaking, but there was no way to get action. So I said, why don't we do like uh, like what you heard? I remember I made a leaflet, uh, like what you heard, spread the word, and then I had a whole bunch of lists that you can, organizations you could join or be part of. and. Like what you heard. Take Spread action. the word. <laughs> right. And, and then soon after that. Flying over towns. Dropping soon after that, leaflets. there was leaflet. There were whole tables at the back of his show. There was just me and the pin guy who was jolly at the time. I want to buy a record of it. I guess. Uh, so um, I was the leafleter, but Vaughn ended up videotaping, and then soon after that became his East Coast tour manager when he ever came to the States. So last week we met. 1980s hip hop Mario. This week we're meeting 1980s punk rock Mario. Punk rock slash <laughs> revolutionary Mario. Socialist Mario. Right. Red Mario. Red. Yeah, socialist I'm, who doesn't vote roll. for Bernie Sanders. Exactly. Hillary. Is Hillary. there a hairband Mario by any chance? <laughs> Did you go? What'd you do? There is. What were you doing in 80 like 1988? Musically, no, what, no I was more of a hairband in. <laughs> back with, in with who and what show? Back in the early 80s, it was the, my hair band day because I was kind of like a hair... You were in a hair band too? No, I wasn't in a hair band, but I had my hair long. I had the I had the hair spiked on top with the long hair in the back. Like, a, what's that called? When a jerk. A mullet. A, jerk. a mullet, yeah. Kind of like the mullet. Like the like those bands, like Haircut 100, or Flock right. of Seagulls kind oh, of hair. It was that long? I have pictures of it. I should post them one day. I thought you would be uh, past that. I'm always past that. Yeah. Because I was into rock and roll. I had my hair long. And then the next thing you know, it started going up and up. And it didn't get short till later on. 
Later. I had the stupidest looking long hair, John. You remember that? Yeah. Was it long, uh, like, mine was like, pretty bad too. Like, yeah. It was like always in a ponytail. Yeah. Because it was, because <laughs> it was unmanageable. Because it was always in a ponytail. It was like kind of broken. And it would have this bump halfway down Oof. if I wore it out. Yeah. It just looks stupid. Who looks at their yeah, pictures Ryan, and says, my bad. hair I don't know. It's, and then, uh, you know, you get stuck with it. Well, you back kinda, in the, in the 90s. You get to cut it. I also had a ponytail because it's in, in your way. And, like, you would sh- I shaved the sides of my head, you know? Oh, yeah. Now, yeah. It's prob- now that looks probably I remember in, people you know, doing yeah. that. I never did that. Yeah. At least, at least I didn't do that, Brian says. You idiot. <laughs> At least you look worse than I But back then we thought we looked cool, and then you look at the pictures and said, "That what the fuck was I thinking?" Uh, Yeah, well, I looked cool. I was, and I was (coughs) so under, I was so underweight. I was like six foot four, and I weighed about one hundred and seventy-five pounds. Yeah, you're lanky. Oh Oh, my god, I was like, I saw a picture of it last year, maybe, and I was like, I was like sticks for appendages. I'm all ponytail and bones. You're sharp elbows. You had the anorexia, yeah. maybe you were vomiting. No, I can. No, I can, I used to eat so much food, and it was it was uh, no problem yeah, the at all. Metabolism, man. Metabolism. So what happened? How'd, how'd you gain the weight? Stress. Yeah, no, no. I just uh, <laughs> just leveled out. Yeah, but, I guess. You, but you you still work out, right? You, look, you seem to have done a, a, a like a, a purposeful bulk up in the arm. Did you have a regimen? A while ago. Regimen? Yeah. Yeah, like I try and do it at least two or three times a week or nice. something. Yeah. You know? What do you do? Wow. I, I throw on the T twenty five tapes and oh. jump, jump around like a dummy. Oh, oh, you do like yeah. aerobics? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but it's the summer was so hot. I just uh, for the, the last two months I haven't really done much of anything. So <laughs> yeah, you got to tape yourself exercising. To oh, you got to see on this. this. Oh my god, <laughs> what a mess! I'm, I may I may have uh, filled out, but I'm still so awkward and unathletic. Oh my God! Yeah, you guys. What a fucking mess! Disaster! <laughs> well, I saw you. you Let's duck- go play basketball. Yeah, You'll see, see some shit. I tell you right now. Yeah. You, du- you ducked out of the family the uh, kickball game. I know. I know why. Because you were nowhere to be found when we were challenging the, uh, the John Hulahan. Right. Who's on your team, John? My son. My- your son, my son, John. Ring is um, little Frankie, Big Frank. No. Was Big Frank on? No, Big, no, Big Frank, Frank was, on, was on my team. Yeah. I took him first. And I little Frank named our side. team the Fireballs. We'd, I'd appreciate if you'd call us by the correct name. Thank you. We, the, we're the victors. You were the victors. What were we called? I don't know. The cheaters? Because you constantly would like... He's he, he's, uh, he's he's clearly out at first base. He ins- he's ins- he listen. Ins- you insists on staying at first. He's not going to move. The little kid hasn't gotten hit in three times. John takes the ball and whacks him before he hits the first base. When well, is his fourth at bat? It's probably his last at bat. He's supposed What's to get on base, John. Well, I when did. You... I whacked the kid. Yeah, remember uh, who was upset they hadn't gotten on base? Now, all the all your kids are all upset. Not not Kevin. Not all our kids. <laughs> Every kid. One of Frank's All the kids? little kids are crying. The little kids. Frankie's kids. <laughs> and my daughter played great. Well, I played what a brat in the, when it comes to kickball, though. What, my daughter? Well, I had to keep giving her pep talks. Get back in there. She's on the standing she crying. She was just acting to, to Frankie Jr.'s uh, tantrum. Oh, I see. But she played great. She <laughs> made some catches on the fly. She made. She was playing she incredible. She was the defensive player of the game for sure. Saved a bunch of runs. You know, I think, great. I think it's because she's the soccer goalie and she's good to react on That's the ball why. from so a short distance. That was a good spot to have her in the pitcher's spot because she was. She got all those short fly balls, right? I should have taken her on my team. I never played kickball with you guys, but I've played wiffle ball with you guys a wiffle. couple of times. Yeah. Actually, I got to say... I think I had quite an athletic achievement that day. I was I was great. I Inside the park home run? Oh. Yeah, I was, I was base hit after base hit all day long. Money. I was making spectacular plays in the outfield. Small ball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hit it with a hit. 
<laughs> Me and uh, Mario and I did terrible at kickball. The ball ourselves. was. I'm a great. Uh, we were really. I was a great coach. It was an official kickball, and I've never played one. They're so big and bouncy, you can't even get it. That's what a, anything you know, on. That's what a kickball is. Kickball. No, but he, Frank went and bought an official like. Kick, I just go yeah. up with any ball that looks round and has air in it. <laughs> right. These oh, guys are. The, the rubber's too thick. <laughs> And then, and then when we played, speaking of <laughs> wiffle ball, when we Christ played sake. soccer, half, I mean, the bocce. Not used to this oh, ball. God, yeah, the this official bocce. kickball of, like, <laughs> regulation kickball. Mario was getting upset with me when we were playing bocce because I was so terrible at it. Yeah, yeah, the whole time, come on, what are you, he's not even on my team. It's the police. The whole time, he's like, come on, what are you doing? What are you, what are you putting in that? What are you throwing that? What are you doing? Really? Isn't that yeah. great? Doesn't that inspire, uh, inspire you to do better the next time when someone just yells at you the whole time? that you, What are you doing? What are you doing? I'm right. just trying to help. Just trying to help. Yes, I am. Hey, You're Tommy. Doing a great job. Tommy's here. Tommy Rockstar's in the house wearing a Pink Floyd shirt. I can in, see what that is. In the uh, flesh. Is that the division yeah. bell? Division bell. 94, baby. How are you guys? Good. All right. How are you doing, Tommy? Hey, my headphones don't work. Good to see you. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Well, at least we know the uh, feed is working in Tommy's pocket. <laughs> Down 87. Bright and clear. How long did you lose us for? Uh, it, it chopped out a little bit, but yeah. I think it's because I was on the, uh, the Tap and Z or whatever. Was, was it our fault that we lost the call, or uh, from your point of view? You know, Cuomo. the show always drops out on the Tap and Z. <laughs> Cuomo. It's funny. When he dropped out, the show dropped out. You so know what I think? I can't oh, really good. tell. I think what he did was he just moved away from the microphone on his phone. And just, <laughs> and just like, walked away like Homer Simpson into a bush. Yeah. <laughs> How's it going, Tommy Rockstar? Are you excited for Billy Bragg at 9 yeah, o'clock? Yeah, man. You're I can't, on live from the Barrage Radio Nope. I yeah. can't wait to ask him all these questions and, and uh, talk to him and le- learn all about uh, his whole life. Pick <laughs> his brain a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we've it's re- it's fuck? it's recorded. It's what? Recorded. what? Yeah. <laughs> it's just me and Mario interviewing Billy yeah. Bragg. I'm just for curious. Forty minutes in case. Uh, we're going yeah. to put it on the speaker so we can all just listen to yeah, it. Yeah, that's and, another and thing. You better find us. a wire for that. I have I'm, a wire. Okay. Good. I, I was just thinking like we get like an hour off. This is great. I just get to kick back and fuck around. I thought we could play dominoes and then <laughs> watch baseball. Uh, yeah. Why don't we have a dominoes game and then afterwards we'll see? I'll tell yeah. the audience. You guys could play dominoes. I'll be sitting here running the entire show anyway because there's a lot to do. That's why you make the mad money. Nobody understands. Copy cool. Mary, what do you got? You got champagne Copy going on? Well, speaking of... He's just setting up just wanting to help glasses people. and drinks. Are celebrating your retirement? Didn't speaking of happen? wanting to help people, From today the show? was the real last day of my job. Where I went did you in get this li- bottle of Vacocta champagne? I went what to the liquor champagne store. region? Come on. Oh. I did. It's not expensive. You don't spend money. It's, it's from New York. It's, it's more symbolic. It's up by you live. I spent a week at school this week. And the first two days, there's no kids. And so I'm just helping the other teacher help, showing them the ropes. Then the kids come. And then it's like, Mr. Sarah, why are you here? And I keep explaining, I'm just here till Friday. I'm just here till Friday. And I started getting really sentimental. And if I had the ability uh, to cry, I would have cried. I don't, I don't have the ability to cry. You can't cry. produce tears in your tear ducts. He doesn't have the ability to, ability to apologize either. I tried to ask him to say sorry <laughs> at the poker table the other day. I'm like, just say sorry. Just say, and he's say like, it. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't do it, Johnny. Well, have so, you ever apologized in your life to yes, anyone? Profusely. Okay. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> so go on. This thing better pop. Get, don't, hey, don't apes. Point that thing somewhere. Away. Take it easy, dude. Don't break my no. chandelier. There's a gigantic. You need the saber, man. Baroque era chandelier in here. Oops. There you hey. go. Oh. All right, good. so. He's doling out the The realization is I don't have to wake up and go to work anymore. It's crazy. Uh. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. You don't have to come here anymore either. That's why you're up. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a double retirement. Yeah. Uh. That's why you're up at 2 a.m. every night. Work a zoo. 
That's right. John says, the, you know, if you don't want to be on the show, just don't show up. But I'm the opposite. I just keep showing up. Right. <laughs> so why don't you get in your car and just keep driving west? To the horizon. Yeah. <laughs> keep driving west. I can't even, wall. I can't even drive here. It cost me $138 to interview Billy Bragg. <laughs> Take a walk <laughs> until your hat floats. It cost me $138 to interview DMC. So I'm driving here. I'm telling John I'm going to get some food for us and come over. And then I'm at the corner of Francis Lewis. I see three girls. And I thought it was, I'm in my. So they jump in. I thought it was my last day of school. I'm still in my melancholy way. And I thought it was a really good student I had last year. Because from the back, it looked like her. So I cross across two lanes. I cross across two lanes because I wanted to say, you know, what, hello and have a great school year. Do you look behind you when you cross across these lanes or you just kind of go? I knew there was a bus in front of me. And what happened was the, (laughs) the light turned green at the same time I decided to cut. So. I didn't even see the cop. Zero vision initiative. I didn't even see the cop. But he pulls me over, and I'm begging him because I know I have to go to court because of the stupid other tickets I got on Long Island. Right. And I can't have tickets on my abstract. That will show that I don't deserve to be not guilty. So now you're going to have double trouble. So I'm begging him, and he's like, and you didn't put your seatbelt on. And I had my seatbelt on. He goes, you didn't. At Northern Boulevard, when the light turned, he saw me click my seatbelt as the light turned red, I, and it started moving. Right, but well, this is your problem. I was trying to explain to you last night. You were in a car, moving car without your seatbelt. That's right. You're not. You don't get a two block ass. grace period. Actually, You're driving with the seatbelt. Can I? Can I just jump in Go really ahead. quickly? I was on uh, Essex Street, uh, right off Houston, and I had gotten in the car. This is years ago. Hey neighbor. And uh, what's up, buddy? And I. Uh, started the ignition and put it into drive and in the same motion with one hand as I put it into drive I put my seatbelt on and I got pulled over for not putting wearing yeah. a seatbelt well you, 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 you yeah yeah the first thing you're supposed to do when you get in the car is put your seatbelt yep you well, can't drive two blocks uh, and go well you know there's no grace period there you were, dri- I, you were driving I, without your seatbelt can I have a rebuttal no guilty <laughs> I I, ha- I will admit I am guilty, but I have a rebuttal anyway. Uh, oh, <laughs> it's called an excuse. I would like, I would like to make a s- statement, a, pr- a post-sentencing can statement. Can you give me a little bit of mic, Yeah, but you keep, you keep screaming. I won't it. scream, I promise. Okay. I promise. I'm trying to get, make, it's All hard. Right. Can we, wait a minute, before we start, can we get the people's court in the background, please? Thank you. Oh, one step ahead. It's already going. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead with your rebuttal. While I may have not had my seatbelt on. Guilty. I am guilty of it. He decided to give me one ticket, not the dangerous jumping across two lanes to think to check out three high school girls. Shit right. knocks. But I'm going to play this tape at your trial. By the and way, he I'm said, show up. I'm not giving you the the, the, ter- the switching lanes ticket because that has points. I'm giving you the no seatbelt. It's no points in New York unless it's a minor. Bongos. So I'm fine. I want right, to pay the, it. The girls were over 18 though. Well, oh. They weren't. Like I want to pay 138 dollars and get no points, but. If I pay it in 15 days, it's a big chance that when I go to court for crossing the HOV lane... <laughs> With a dummy in your car. No, my daughter was in the car. Oh, yeah. When I go to court there, then it'll show up on my abstract, and the prosecutor wants to there see There was a, a dummy record. in the car, right? They, behind, oh, the wheel. behind the wheel. I went to the court in Long Island, and I sat in as a spectator. And that judge <laughs> just did. gave everybody a jaywalking ticket and, and dismissed everything. Wait a minute. You, he did court you research. You just hung out? He did not go to court to went prepare there to the, see what the judge yes. was like. Yes. He went with a suit and a briefcase and pretended shit. to... <laughs> briefcase. I had a briefcase. I what? wore a shirt. Full of Marlboro Miles. At the end, the judge was like... <laughs> at the end, I wasn't paying attention. I was the last guy in the courtroom. And the judge goes, and why are you here, sir? And I'm like, <laughs> just, just I'm just observing, Your Honor. And I ran out. <laughs> 
Get out of here. Would you fall asleep? I, How are you the last it, guy? It, it paid off because I talked to the the You found the, out where he lives bailiff, for hundred and three. And he Rusty. assured me that I don't need a lawyer. <laughs> and by watching, I know I don't need a lawyer. He goes, The only ones who get lawyers are the people who can't show up and need somebody to show up for them. Right. And he goes, you're going to get the same deal whether you come in with a lawyer. And I, I said, told you that two weeks ago. Uh, I had to find out for sure because a lawyer is $600. Yeah, I'm not going to go to – so what I find out he does is they take your three tickets, they reduce it to one, and then they give you a, cho- a choice to take jaywalking. Well, they give you no points. Take and punishment or a beating. Is and this they the make Rosalind incident? This is the, the Rosalind. Uh, it sounds like a UFO. guilty to jaywalking UFO. when you're behind the wheel of a car. That's it's it's, John doesn't like it. He thinks I don't like it because now you're pleading guilty to something you obviously didn't do, it's, it's yep. and the whole system's a sham. Triple yeah. jeopardy. Of justice. Triple jeopardy. So I don't want the the seatbelt ticket to show up on the before I go to the other one. When, when so what I want to do is plead not guilty and stall the whole procedure. Right. But then they'll give me a court date, <laughs> and then I'll have to show up, and I'll say, I'm sorry, I was guilty. And your was, Honor, Your Honor. Get Renner. I mean, that's my only... Th- so is this, why we, is, this, is this why we have the champagne? No. Uh, oh, fuck. Uh, fuck. Uh, Ryan. Now I spilled I the champagne. Any. Spilled yeah. the champers. I'll get a towel. Hold on. <laughs> Help yourself to a towel. Yeah. It's seeping that's into the mixing a, board. A tea oh, towel. It's not good. I will run. Champagne yeah. everywhere. Now you're going to need a lawyer. Wait, Champagne Journey's next week. Oh, boy. You have a lab coat up there. Not the deli coat. No, that's for me. Don't look at the barrage merch. Yeah. Man, what a disaster. Might as well drink my champagne. But, hey, since he's not here. Yeah, cheers to Marion. Look at him. Look at this maniac. All right. No, we'll have champagne. I shouldn't have Why are we having the champagne? Because he's right. done with Because like he beat you, the court. The, last, the real last day. It's so really real it's now. It's his final day. It's your real last day of school? It Salud. was today. And I, Congratulations. I, I, I would have cried tears if I could. Oh, I'll be right cheers. with you. I'm trying to save the equipment. Thanks for the bums. My friends at the barrage. And how many years you of service to the New York City school system and children have you milked abducted? It comes out to about... 33. 33 years. Well, if you take summers away and days off, it's like six months. Exactly. <laughs> Cheers, Mario. Thank you Cheers, for your service. Mario. Yeah. To the children and city of New York. What's the ratio of uh, Thank you, gentlemen, children of who you've inspired Cheers. compared to whose lives you ruined? Who's dropped out? I've done a lot of inspiring. <laughs> it's even money. I, I'm, I, I, I see things in ways others don't, and that allows them oh, shit. to get an experience right. they don't get. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Yeah, he's an inspiration, but like as a cautionary you know, tale. My yeah, sim- right? What not to do. <laughs> and more importantly, where's the yakker tracker? Where is the yak? I thought you were going to bring that home, bring it in here. Yeah, the Yakker Tracker is definitely, he brought that thing home. Mary, you can just still talk oh, to me. I hate champagne. Blah. Well, the Yakker yeah. Tracker is in Disgusting. my wife's possession now because she's still the bubbles teaching. Tickle uh, my nose. She said she had first dibs. <laughs> and she brought it to class? She, oh, she loved it. Her Yakker Tracker broke a long time ago. What she had her own? Well, and so I got mine. She needed one. What was that, Pete? What is the Yakker Tracker? Well, it's something I could use because it measures decibels. John should get one for here, just for me. Yeah, it's like a traffic light. And you oh. can set it to different decibel, decibel levels, and, um, and when the kids are too loud, it turns red, and Mario yells at all of them. Oh. Or when the barrage hosts are too loud, it goes <laughs> off the rails. <laughs> no. I don't know, I'm having all sorts of volume problems lately. I listened to the, the DMC interview, which is ready to go, and then I had to go out last night. Right. So I'll get that up uh, right after the show. Nice. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm too loud. I'm kind of like, I'm, I stumble and bumble through the whole interview. 
It's really it was no, embarrassing. Man. It was good. It was a little ma- the little maxed on the board. I noticed like we were kind of hitting the red, right? Yeah, yeah. I, and he's kind of me, me and him are b- both right. too loud, and then he's quiet. But it's hard, you know. So is there a way to do? You're a professional. Should need more You're compression or something. Is there a, a real serious question? Is there a way to do post compression against the whole show? Like yes, but then everything comes down. It mm. doesn't. I've done, I used to do that in the very beginning, and can, it squashes things. It kind of sounds. You like can shit. mix the show afterwards. You can just right. do. Yeah, you just gotta. You just got to write the uh, the track movements, the right. fader movements, right. and then yeah, I'll be doing that. So I know that's the thing. It takes it would take like two days. <laughs> no, to I just it. meant for like this two eight hours well, for that particular show. Everything, everything and see where it was too listen. loud and make the, make it lower. Right, right. What about it? it is what it is and listen to it forever. It's in history. It's, it, my cassettes made it. This, this show could have lasted. In, uh, was that a sentence? Was well, that a point? <laughs> Your show. Start again. The show is amazing. So dope. They had the plane on the radio. And it's all on iTunes. And I hear now you can get it on this thing called Spotify. That's right. We're on the Spotify. That's right. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. We'll be getting those. Search us there. Listen to them. I listened to the old Billy Bragg interview just to prep for yesterday. And yeah. The show was hilarious. Besides Billy Bragg. Thank you. I cracked up laughing after and before the interview. Were you on vacation or something? I was in school cleaning the closet. <laughs> I've been cleaning Stealing the art headphones. supply closet. Oh, so today I went into the la- the class I that was the seventh grade Fuck major. Spotify is that would have been you, my Chad. class. I agree with that too. And I, I don't have that. I inspired them, Tommy. Go right. back to your point. I told them that if you are born an artist, it's not like a gift from God. It's a way that you process information. It's the way that you see the world that's different than everybody else around you. And I said, look, I don't like to say it out loud. But people who see like us are special. Okay. We're better than everybody else. Yeah. But just don't tell them. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where I get this attitude from, John. <laughs> right. And now I you're... told you. Yes, I think I am better than everybody else. Well, I, I'm here to tell you that um, you're you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> this may come as a surprise. Act yours. But it's it, yeah. Well, I see what you're saying. You have. Artists have some kind of a you know insight to the, a way it, to perceive the visual information. That's right. You were telling me when we were, when we were in uh, Pennsylvania how you see things through your third eye and stuff. <laughs> third that's eye, that's his, right. his mind's eye and everything. And he, what were you saying? You could we're project it. You could project it into the inside of your temple and see it. <laughs> what? You huh? make a projection into the inside of your temple, your forehead. You do this. So you, you can see. see. You're you could, seeing things. Then. You can see what you want to see. Do you or, have sunglasses uh, yeah, like that. Prince? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds very familiar, Listen, Mario. Musicians are the same way. There is the creative gene or whatever causes us to see or hear differently and to put things together is not given to every person. The inner mind's now, eye can you spells see time. Into, Did you know that? Thank you, Bob. Can you see box. into our third eye and, from our point of view, see what we see when we're looking at <laughs> Last you. time I, I looked into John's third eye, I, was, I found that I was just staring at his asshole. Get out of my eye. Get out of my head. <laughs> I need you in there. You hey. already occupy way too much space in my head on a daily basis. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you say that you had like other clips from Mario that we didn't get a chance to play with DMC no, before? No, we played them all. Oh, we did. Yes, we did. All right, we played sure them all. One of these days, we're going to hear the Joey Ramone interview. Yes. That is gold. That is solid. It's even mixed well. Yes, excellent job, Mario. And uh, DMC was incredible. I can't wait to get what a cool dude to hear that if you haven't heard it. No. He's amazing, amazing guy. Yeah, I want to hear, I wanna hear that. I heard I rapped. I don't remember much. I uh, blacked out. Yeah. You, you well, rap battled him. Well... What did he do? That day? You guys started rapping together to the. To I was trying to do this, the rap attack, but he didn't have his glasses on. I realized later when he was trying to read the copy or something that you had given him. Here's, when, uh, him here's DMC on battling Mario. Let's see if this works. Might not. 
I'm but. not going to waste 16 bars on you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I isolate that. I did. So basically, yeah. No, I'm he, he wasn't wait. talking about you. DMC. He was just talking about M.I.M. or something. Right. <laughs> DMC always wore glasses. If you think back to all the early albums, he always had the big glasses We're on. familiar with sure. the look, for sure. Yeah. I'm sure. So, uh, Love those glasses. I'm rhyming drunk. <laughs> I don't blame him for not being able to do Rap Attack justice. But we did Double Trouble because I know he knew that by heart. Yeah, I'm trying to find it. I, I was just it. really amazed how he was going along with it. I, I, Even when you told him, let's start from the top one more time, I was like, oh, my God. I can't believe third time. This communication <laughs> Because happening. I watched an interview he did, and he loves to freestyle as he's talking. Yes, that part uh, yeah. didn't go well, but he... Uh, um, it was okay. The freestyling went well, and then when Mario chimed in, that went well. Later in the episode. Brian thought the show went well. Listen to this. My sister and Lester Karen just texted me and said we were doing a great show. Thank you, Karen. Here's Mario's rap du- duo at DMC. It actually came out pretty good. Wow. They just started. and uh, I'm excited to hear this. Do you know, here's, here's a little story that must be told about two cool brothers that were put on hold. They try to hold us back for fortune and fame. They try to destroy the crew and they killed the name. They try to step on the ego, walk on our pride. But two cool brothers standing side by the side. Through thick and thin from beginning to end. This battle we lost, but the war will win. Double trouble is in the house of Cake and Rock around and see what turn it out. Well, I'm Cake and Rockwell in the run. All my dreams have fucking come true. Every single one of my dreams come true tonight. That's it. We know that together. This is the best day that's good. That's good. It's, one little, of those it's a little high on the on the. Yeah, uh, really dude, that shit is, is maxed out. This is one of those moments where I'm I regret not learning how to beatbox. Right <laughs> 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 and we all would have came. One two one two party right people. Your dreams have now been fulfilled. Get out, just that's not all. MCs have the goal to pray and plan for my downfall, but I'm not running. I'm just stunning, smart, not stupid, cause I'm so cunning. MCs regress when big enough. Heard that? Like, well, that's, the tr- <laughs> that's it. No, we gotta make something with that. That's great. Yeah, he is. He is loud. You're right. You're now, right. I, I have a question that for you, John. Good. He, he, he even sings some pentagram. <clears throat> what do you think, of old crook? I'm running away with myself. <laughs> I think I ran a little too far. Wow. Your love is more than a tease. You go, I'm gonna give him all. I'm gonna give you all of my heart. The situation is all wrapped up. No more needs to be said. Oh no! Then they just start screaming. Wow. <laughs> Shout out wow. to the cannon. He was great. He was, he was great. great. I listened to the whole thing yesterday as I was editing it, pulling clips. And- I have an announcement. Go. Inspired by DMC's appearance, I got a quick message from a Precise Varsity P. Uh, he's a Bushwick rapper that I've known since I brought him into my classroom to rap, and now he's doing all this stuff I couldn't show kids. But uh, he's got a great new album, a concept album. It's really like a rap opera, I call it. And uh, we <laughs> booked him October 11th. He's driving in from Staten Island. There you go. Wow, what a, what guy, a hike. This guy is built. I mean, he's a, he looks like a, a bodybuilder. He's like... So don't be frightened, Tommy. All right, I'm not, dude. I'm six <laughs> five. I'm good. Rashid, I'm Rashid, good. Rashid goes the by the name Precise. Tom's the muscle, yeah. And but, the gut. Uh, but that's what DMC did because I've been telling him, Rashid, why don't you come on the air one time? And he's like, kept putting me off, kept putting me off. Then I said, Rashid, DMC's on tomorrow night. He listened. And the next thing he goes, can I come in next week? I'm like, no, nah, you got. I gotta go through production first. That's funny. All right, yeah. Might be a little too a rap heavy two in a row. So. I have a question for John. Uh, you had all these isolated clips. Did you uh, were you able to manage the isolated clip of his station ID for Live the Rush? I was. Yes. Okay. Just right, curious. Just try to find that. Is it as good as Curtis? I, I can only see the blooper one right here. Right. Well, you don't have to play it. I'm just curious. Yo, yo, what's up, y'all? This is me, DMC, in the place to be, and the only place for you to ever be is right here 
Listening to who on in Barrage? WBIR. Live from the Barrage. <laughs> Live, oh, not to me. <laughs> Live from the Barrage. I, I like use that. the other one. I like that one. That's good. <laughs> I like that one. I can't find the other one. I have it. There. <laughs> I have it all. Clean one, dude. Did you find I have the, the clean one. Did I you just find the Billy I've been, sl- I've been working and sleeping, man. I know. That was worth hearing. Poor he found Joe. a it was bomb on the train. I found a bomb on the train. I just dismantled it myself. I heard that. I put a broom in my ass. I'll sweep up. I'm going to a Renaissance fair on Friday. <laughs> Why are you telling us? Speaking of brooms. Oh, Fang's going too. Really? I don't know if it's Friday. No, but I'm going Sunday, actually. Yeah. Turkey legs? There's somewhere over up? the weekend. Yeah, that's the first yeah. thing she said, too. In, yeah. yeah, in Tuxedo, New York. Yep. Yeah. Do you when dress are you going? Up? This weekend? Sunday. Do you dress Sunday? up? Uh, no, it's for Leah's birthday. It's her birthday. Oh, that's cool. So Did she like the painting? Yes, it's in ha- uh, Ryan gave us a very beautiful painting uh, for our wedding and uh, wedding I gift. Made it actually, in the nick of time, you got one year. The last day, you know, one, one day, day left. left. Yep. By one day, I one made day, it. and it is uh, currently hanging in our dining room, and she Oof, loved it. So thank you. It is a beautiful painting, Ryan. <laughs> yeah, it sure. Who's the is. artist? John doesn't have a third eye, so he's going to appreciate <laughs> yeah, right. whoever the artist is. Who's the artist? Shoot right. him, Elgato Gomez. The Frankenstein looks a lot like Tommy in that painting. Yeah, why not? I don't know. I didn't see it that way. I saw it now with my third. Tommy, it's me. You think it takes talent to play Frankenstein? Smoke glue. Apparently. It's a Frankenstein holding a dog or a, a piece of no, meat. No, they're like barbecuing. <laughs> <laughs> they have a, a happy there, anniversary. There's a whole allegory Tom. going on. Yeah, in that yeah grilling. Right? It's, it's where we put in our dining room. It's overlooking. Our, really? Yeah, that's it's overlooking. A great, a, that's yeah. a great honor. Happy Thank anniversary. You. Thanks for putting it there. It's overlooking like a very. Uh, I thought she was going to put it in the closet. No, no. <laughs> just take it out whenever I came over. In the crapper. <laughs> I, I thought she was going to bury it in the backyard and put a rock on top of it. <laughs> are you, you going to dress up, Tommy? <laughs> um, we're trying to decide. I kind of don't want to, but she might make. Me, so we'll see. Yeah, you could go as goth. Are you gonna joust? You could always go goth, yeah. just or, goth it up in a renaissance. I heard band. they have an orgy after the uh, thing is over That's at the end of the day. Oh, well, well, you you since you're a vegan, will you be protesting the turkey leg stand? I was thinking about it to see if they have vegan turkey legs, but uh, I don't sure. think they're gonna. Will, they be, will there be jousting? <laughs> yes, they'll be jousting. I they'll love be jousting. Why are you guys going? You <laughs> <pay us a laughs> I quite the jouster in my day. <laughs> I knew how to joust. I had long hair and I jousted it. I've never been to a rent fair before. Yeah. I like them. Have like you ever them. been there, Pete? I'd rather go see fish. <laughs> and you have. <laughs> I know. It's kind of old-timey, you know, and then just no, see what sorry, it's like. Sorry, Billy Bragg. You know, <laughs> I'm not taking Get a vibe, you know? Just, I thought it would be a cool. fun nice bird birthday out. activity. The, yeah. yeah this know, is near the park. See, you're already, you're already like a, you know, mid-upstate guy now with that shit. 20 minutes away from our house. Why not? Tuxedo New York. Are you going to dress up? I might wear a tuxedo, actually. Like, yeah. Tuxedo. <laughs> That'd be pretty good. <laughs> Don't be so literal. <laughs> the wedding tux. That's a good angle, right? Get one of those T-shirt uh, tuxedos that we all wore for Frankenstein costumes. Start chasing people. Wear like around. a wrong costume, a bad blazer. Right? Yeah. Ryan, remember your birthday party when we all had tuxedo uh, T-shirts? T-shirts? Yes, right, bro. We were classy. <laughs> yeah, because my credit card got hacked from those from Erica buying those Fuckers. T-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she wanted, really? yeah, she wanted a shanty website to buy those. <laughs> shanty Irish. These things happen. <laughs> if you wear a tuxedo, you could have those jerks who stay in character, like busting your balls. You know, right. the whole time, like, what is this sorcery? Art thou, oh, Ruffles? Yeah, can we, can Ruffles. we commit to something with the show? What's can that? we have a... Uh, Everyone be, show up uh, before 8 o'clock? <laughs> Forget that one. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> that idea's out the window. Can we do a Halloween thing? Everybody has to show up dressed in costume. Yes, yes I would sure. love to. We have, we've never done that. I got a great costume. Did this I did it once, and I scared the, the fuck the, out of you. That's the brawny man. I remember that. Yeah, I was the yeah. second time. The first time, I was a Frankenstein. 
Next time. Yeah. I'd like to remind you that I've been in costume many occasions in this barrage. That's yeah. true, actually. Tommy, I remember. Tommy, I think you should wear a mask every show. But thanks. It's a, it's a Thursday. Tommy it? wore platform shoes that uh, that day when we went that costume. I barely so you, fit in here. He's already 6'5". <laughs> I know. It is a Thursday. You we'll be on like five no, inches. November 1st if we're on. So you guys want to do uh, the, the day after uh, Halloween? Halloween. As Halloween? I'm oh, that's I'm going to the dead. My face. On the first? the dead. Yeah, Halloween and the first. Right, it's good. Well, we could do the 25th if you want, a week early. Maybe, I, we, maybe we could Billy Bragg the show a day early. Billy <laughs> <laughs> Bragg this. Five o'clock and, I, I like that. Go, go on on a Thursday and no. tape it a whole I thing? Gotta, I still we got a trick or treat. I still got to do that. Show's on Friday, fellas. The girls I, yeah. are getting good at it, too. They're you know, bringing home a lot of con, shit. Con, this, neutrons per time. Oh, and the apartment must be a gold mine. They figured it out. Yeah. I don't dress up for Halloween. I just... You are scared. I tell my wife, you don't... I don't say go put on your Christmas outfit. I wear the appropriate Halloween attire every year, whether I'm doing whatever I'm doing. Which is what? what? I pale my skin up. I paint my nails. I put a little up. eyeliner. I, I go. I get back to my old punk days. You the know. days of dust. And uh, it's just a day to celebrate, you know, Samhain and the, and, uh, and the harvest. I'm going to see the Misfits in October. <laughs> nice. Yeah. You're one of those guys Garden. who doesn't dress up for Halloween yeah. just to be like a jerk about it so you could explain to people the origin of Halloween. Oh, like, Hallow's oh, yeah. Eve. Well, last year I did no, rock actually. it as the dogs playing poker. That was your costume. That was good. Yeah. That was amazing. Was good. <laughs> Mario was dressed like... The painting. He's, but he had his head through the painting and, and a dog's mask on. Wow, like that's 3D. pretty fucking surreal. It was it was many layers. It was it was it was incredible. <coughs> were you a uh, like a, a like a blackjack dealer? Or something? Yeah, I had the table that's strapped right. around. You were in dice last year. Dice, dice well, the year before. Yeah. The year before, I was Andrew Nice Clay. What was the last costume you wore, Pete? A hobo in 1996. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I don't dress up. I have bills. <laughs> that was only a lot. You guys seem sound like a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm with I don't do Halloween, babe. I'm with Mario. I say this Grown year man. we return back to doing a Halloween episode, and more importantly, we do a proper Christmas episode this year. Yeah. So yes. I don't know how long I'm you guys think the show is going to continue. But. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting ready to send the next uh, oh. batch of gifts out through Patreon. In November, batch. we have a Speaking batch of which, of batch of Patreon. Am I in? I'm in uh, the club. I want to talk to Ryan and congratulate him. He's in the club. Hey, we go. Oh. I'm a platinum you member. You finally <laughs> get your merch, so I'm holding up a nice, beautiful maroon I sweatshirt. $15 wow, a that's month. nice. Here that's, you go, Ryan. Enjoy your merch. You're in the gold tier. So how do ordinary people get what else you got? It's a bag, and let's see what else we got. Pins and totes. And a t-shirt. And a shirt. My New Year's resolution this year. How can our listeners do this? Well, funny you say that, Mario. They can go to www.patreon.com slash barrage, and you too can join and support us on our campaign to raise money to help support the show. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't happen for free, but even five bucks or a few bucks, it helps out, right? Yep, Stealing and then headphones, and people. As a reward, you get it. You can get a tote bag, or a T-shirt, or a sweatshirt, or even more new rewards that we're going to announce very soon. So. I'm retired now. I can't steal headphones from the deaf anymore. Eat a fucking bag of dicks for all I care. That's John's take. <laughs> John doesn't want to say anything. He's he's anti-capitalism and hates the whole yeah. freaking idea. I, I don't know if uh, two hundred dollars a month is exactly capitalism. <laughs> run a buck. Listen, it helps. Unchecked. It helps. It does help. Yeah. When you had to Skype Billy, it cost us... Uh, or pay Conan uh, to uh, listen to DMC. Conan There's a lot of things. A lot of, things. A lot of expenses Websites, that happen. You know, with put domain on a names and Podcast Skype of this quality. Guest courtesies. So all Websites. seven of you that are listening, if you're not a Patreon member, please think about it now. Thank yes, you. we'd appreciate it. Looks good on you, Ryan. Oh, it's good on you. It's a good fit. 
Yeah. Wow, look at that. Ryan's got the sweatshirt on. There I might have a, a, a larger one. Modeling it over the radio. It looks skinny. I like I got to say, yeah, I was about to say about the tote bag. It's that flattering. New Year's resolution this year was to cut down on plastic as much as I could. Yes. That's why you should get a tote bag and from patreon.com slash barrage. We've been pretty good about using those to go food shopping. All these oh, yeah. all these items are, are made by in the USA by union members. That's right. <laughs> and I carry around a metal water bottle. It takes two of weeks to sell I got a Yeti. I got a Yeti. I'm just kidding. I don't know where Tommy got these pecacos. Products. I'm sure it's the bottom of the line. Yeti changed my life. Yes. Yeti? Yeah. That's just a, that's just a trademark. Every water reasonable uh-uh, water bottle uh, looks the same. Uh-uh. You with your uh, what's that guy? I like my shit cold. Supreme. You gotta later. have a Supreme fanny pack and a Yeti yeah. water bottle. You're yeah. such a. Yeah. What I know what's good. What are you? <laughs> are you discerning? A, that's what I am. Are you a millennial? <laughs> good. No. Millennial? No. What, what would you describe yourself as? I'm a le- I'm a, what? A Manelli, no, Manelli new? No, Millennial. <laughs> no, I'm not Millennial. I don't think Wait, so. What would you? What would your category be? He's Gen know. X, dude. No. Generation Gen X. No. Gen X. Oh, Gen X is no. He's old now. You old humps are. Um, You're not our age group. No, Z. He's no, he, what he's trying to say, he's younger than Millennial. I'm What's Generation? I'm in the middle. You I'm are Millennial. Mm. That's why you you fill in that. Right. You got to fill in one or the other. It's Gen yeah. X or Millennial. There's nothing in between. Is there a Y? No, we're we're the, towards the end of Gen X. Yeah. Oh, there's a Gen Y then? What am I? I I'm know. a baby boy. All I know is I have a good water bottle. You're a baby boy. And it keeps my <laughs> shit cold for six hours. You're, you're the tail <laughs> end of baby awesome. boomer. I'm the end of yeah. baby boomer going into Gen X because I'm a little yeah. punk and yeah. I'm a little rock and roll. And you'll oh, never man. get a president and you ruined our system. You're a little bit country. Well, I almost forgot, Ryan. You get a free pin, too. Yeah, oh, baby cool. boomers are the worst. Thank wow, you. the gifts keep coming. Killing our world. I was satisfied with what I had. Yeah. Good, and you? Does anybody want to dig into my stash? You can grab stuff out of here. What do you got? What are you holding? Now, we're all members. We shamed you into this. Remember, Ryan? That's right. <laughs> I know. I felt terrible. $10 a month. I remember the pulling teeth. I paid $10 a month. Like, what the hell? I, the first, I, I get the receipt. I go, what the fuck is I this know. shit for? Oh, me yeah. too. Where's this going? <laughs> we all pay. It's and good. then I pay a dollar. The honor to come here. <laughs> it's, be, it's, it's more it's like fun. A big... It's better to come here than even... I mean, our listeners might have a good time, but coming here should be worth something. <laughs> Free, right. the, Free. Li- the listeners yeah. are secondary to our good times. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> you know, I just basically came here because you Champagne stopped paying cards. Right. Yeah. And I needed a place to drink, and my wife didn't want me home on Friday. That is true. My memory stick is overloading. <laughs> Get out of here. I don't think anybody in this room gives a flying fuck. <laughs> hey, quick question. Where's uh, Mr. Patrick Walsh? Is he not in tonight? Um. I, I texted him and he didn't get back to me. Okay. I don't know if he's still in Ireland or he's in, in on a plane or something. In Ireland, sure. yeah. yeah, these things happen. Pat, I'm spitting into your mic, Pat. Fair enough. <laughs> in just about five minutes, we'll play you the uh, Billy, Billy Bragg Bragg. interview. We're gonna, we're gonna have some music to start it off. No, I, I I didn't get anything. No, we're going. I got nothing. I I can't do it all. No, really. Are your headphones working? Yes, really. Pete's gonna play the music. No, dude. I don't have the thing. Nobody has anything. I'll play music. No. You got the dongle. Oh, well, there you so, go. Let's see, see if I have some Billy Bragg. There's your problem. John there. could not have. He preps for everything. I was at work yeah, and I came home and I passed down on the couch for two hours. It was in a bomb scare. I right. had to go out last night to this this bloodbath of a bar, Popeyes, to meet my cousin on a Thursday. Bro. A bar called Popeyes? Yeah, yeah. well, it's now it's called Bluto's they have bar. Chicken sandwich? Yeah. Oh yeah, Bit really imaginative there. Yeah, I mean it. It was like you know, like the one one tooth bartender, like and and one eye, one tooth. Flying purple people. Either. It was a. It was some scene. I'll was tell it, you what. Was it pool night? No, there was only like Dart, two people was in it the there. Dart league. One of the guys I know, yeah. and he's like the he. You know, he's I sleep in a race car guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, how's your family? You ever see them? He's like, no. I'm like, what? They move away? He goes, no, they live around a block. 
Just can't be bothered. Make this, I go, I'm, I, I'm half in the bag. I'm like, so what are you, just sitting in the bar all day? What the fuck, buddy? That's your... <laughs> He's like, I'm like, sorry, I didn't mean to touch a nerve about your estranged children and wife. Yeah, so that was that. That's why I hang out here, John. Yeah. An escape. How long were you there for? Uh, two hours or something like that. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't know you had a cousin. Yeah, I didn't know. That. Well, yeah, it was Colette's cousin. Oh, yeah, yeah. She got in law. He's a good man. And uh, he's there with his sister, who's from Florida. And uh, we had some drinks. And that was it. Right that was my night. And then I went to work early in the morning. And I uh, didn't have time to do anything. So. Well, that's a, that's a fair day. So, there you go. Um, we'll be right back with the Billy, Billy Bragg interview. Brand. Billy Bragg will, it will be on the phone. Two Gs. Kind of. Which happened last night. But I'm going to play it for you. <laughs> God damn. Back after this, Mike. Live from the Bragg's Radio Note. Yeah. Yeah. Back at this. And just a moment after the song, uh, we'll be back with Billy Brad. The Billy Brad. For an ex- exclusive interview. Yeah.
Milkman of Human Kindness, and we'll see if this uh, re- interview recorded with him uh, works. Now. Billy Bragg, uh, how you doing, doing, Billy? I'm good, John. How are you? I'm okay. I'm here with Mario. Good to hear you hey, again, Mario. Billy. And this uh, interview was recorded uh, for a podcast, which we'll be playing uh, now, if you're listening to it. Uh, Billy's on tour very soon, coming to the U.S. for the second leg of his tour. Which is a, is kind of an odd format for you, isn't it? Just three songs, an, three nights. three consecutive nights. Do the career, do the first record, I mean the first three records, and then do the second three records. Yeah, that's the, it's that's, all part of it's all part of a sort of a plan to try and find a way that you can tour, but um, at low impact on the environment and low impact on the artist. You know, normally if I'm yeah. doing a if I'm doing a three-week tour of America, I will probably be flying and playing every day. Right, right. One yeah. city, one, and, one show. And, you know, never, never mind the wear and tear on me, as I'm now 61. But <laughs> with, the, with the way that the weather is going in the United States of America, particularly out in the desert states, getting east-west, the, it only takes there to be a big thunderstorm somewhere in, you know, Arkansas. And planes are delayed a couple of hours. It's only a matter of time before I'm going to lose a gig. I'm not going to be able to get to a city. On the the last tour, my uh, crew guy said, do you want to drive from Los Angeles to uh, Tucson? He says about six hours. I said, oh, let's fly. And from the hotel in Los Angeles to the hotel in Tucson, it took us six hours. We could have driven it in the same time. It was only 70, 70 minutes in the air. But the rest of it was the cat fighting about, getting in and out of the airport, getting rid of the hire car, getting the new hire car. I mean, it's just crazy. So both in terms of trying to have a lower impact on the environment, get my carbon footprint down, but also, you know, have a lower impact on poor old me because waking up in the same bed for five days in a row is so much better than what you normally got on tour. Oh, yeah. Do you get a chance to walk around walk around the city then a couple of days after that and and just spend it's the whole point of it, John. It's, yeah, the whole, it's the whole point of it, mate. You know, I'm, in, I'm in D.C. for uh, five or six days and, you know, I'm, I'm – I need that amount of time to be able to book a ticket and get to see the Museum of African American History. You can't just walk down there and walk in like a, a like the British Museum. You need to book up. So it gives me time to do those kind of things. You know, get out of Manhattan, see a bit of the bit of New York. Likewise in Boston, and it's been very conducive. Before we were in um, earlier this year, we were in Minneapolis and Chicago, and I went to see a Cubs game. Oh, nice! Yeah, Wrigley Field. Yeah, yeah. I, every time I've been in Chicago, the Cubs have been away. I, I, I've yet to do that. I went to a White Sox game, though, there, though. It wasn't the same. No. <laughs> but I should really, you've it. got to go to Wrigley Field, John. Wrigley Field's the thing, man. <laughs> well, then, you know? then you'll have to come to a Met game with us when you're in New York, Billy. <laughs> By the yeah, way, maybe. Billy, maybe for time. Sorry. <laughs> Billy will be in New York at the Bowery Ballroom. I love that place. September 26th, 27th, and 28th. Uh, but it's the, the, this leg of the tour starts off in Alexandria, Virginia, at the Birchmere. That's 19, 20, 21. Then he comes to us, and then he goes to Boston. He'll be at the Sinclair October 3rd, 4th, and 5th. If you're looking for tickets for that, you go to uh, Billy Bragg's website, billybragg.co.uk. Yeah, 
UK, and all the information will be there. That's how I found it. That's, uh, that's what it is, buddy. That's what it is, Jim. Are you looking forward to it, uh, Jeff? How did the uh, the first half of it go when you went to L.A. and everything else? Was, was it a, was it, Did it go as, as you expected it to go? Kind of. Um, in Los Angeles, uh, we, we had this phenomenon with people fainting during the gig. I mean, I know it's a two-hour gig and people have to stand up, but yeah, one, guy, one guy went down so hard at the troubadour, he cracked his head on the floor, and we, we had to get the medic in to sort him out. Oh, jeez. Yeah. From fainting. So, yeah, he just went. I mean, you know, do you, I don't demand, know maybe, do, you, do you demand that the air conditioning be shut off or something like no, that? No, it was. <laughs> I, I didn't think there was anything untoward about the gig, but um, it it was that was a bit of a surprise. Maybe it's the excitement of hearing the early catalog, like just like that, that makes them just want to swoon, Billy. You know, Have you noticed them um, because I noticed on on the website when you look for tickets, uh, the second show of the Virginia was sold out. Have you noticed a? Is the second the second show, which is the first three records, does that seem to be the most popular one? You know, it does seem to be. Yeah, that's the one that always sells out first, huh. and that's the one with the most sing along audience. All right, okay. Right. So how yeah, did because, you decide? Uh, the, Go ahead. The, the first, the first, the second night, the first three albums. That tends to be me playing in a style that we refer to as chop and clang. Mm. Uh, the kind of more punky songs, and then on the third night, the second three albums, which is. Um, uh, workers' playtime and don't try this at home and William Bloke. There tend to be a few more ballads and that's the kind of great breakup record thing. So it's a bit more of a bit more of a sort of soulful night. But yeah, although in Dublin, I must say in Dublin they sang along on the third night. Nice. So I, I, it's hard to judge where it, which, which how, way it goes. How did you decide to do the career-spanning show the first night instead of uh, maybe doing the first three albums the first night and then closing with the on the last night with the career show? Well, it just allows me to a bit of a run-up, John, you know, allows me to sort of get get in the space. I, you know, a lot of what I do is about current affairs, as you probably understand. Uh-huh. And if if my country and your country have a lot of anything at the moment, it's current affairs, perhaps too much current affairs. <laughs> too much. So, so best, to, best to get that out of the way to start with. Right. So the last time we spoke was, when was it? Um, it was uh, Aug- uh, August 2015. August 2015, and I think things have been going very well since then. <laughs> Jesus, God. we're just trying to figure out the math, Mario and I. Right. Like, we figure out that the, this current uh, guy we have as president has been president for two and a half years. Right. I uh, involuntarily yeah. um, murmured, "Jesus fucking Christ!" I think. I know. Uh, yeah. If, I, if only we'd known, eh? Jeez. Yeah. We, when we spoke, he had just announced his candidacy, and it was all a joke, and it seemed like a joke yeah. right until the end. Until he, like we woke up, and it's like, "What happened?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think he. We're not thought, laughing. We're not laughing now. No, we're not. Now. But just to go back to the tour for a second, I don't want to. I mean, we could. We could. I mean, the politics thing would be here all day, which I don't mind. But you need. To, you, you have to go. Uh, <laughs> when you do the when you do these tours, do you have to? And you, I, I think you'd have to go back and research your own records, right? And to try to practice them, and you forget the songs. And there are so, are there songs that you're like, man, I can't play this anymore. There are some songs. Yeah, there are some songs that technically I'm not quite sure exactly how I play them anymore. I had to do a bit of research on that. But but some of the songs, particularly on the third night, they're quite uh, they're quite a sort of narrative of a character, and I have to rem- I have to kind of walk myself through the song as I'm singing it, get to get to the right place. And when the guy went down in Los Angeles, it was in the middle of probably the most not complex song, but the one with the most words in it and the most narrative in it. And I couldn't remember when I went back to start again after 15 minutes I couldn't remember the woman down the front who'd been singing every single song she couldn't remember it either 
<laughs> and eventually it was some bloke some bloke at the back of the hall had the line that we couldn't remember and once I got that line I was in you know I just needed the line yeah. <laughs> to get me in so it, there's a little bit of that you know yeah. I don't mind it I, you know How, was he okay did you find out afterwards or you just uh, you said listen he was conscious know. when he left I mean he never he never was um, unconscious but he had cracked his head quite badly he couldn't stand up right. he, he said because the concrete floor in the troubadour yeah. and so I had to stop I mean you know when I saw he, he was bleeding. I thought, you know, I'm going to have to stop the show for 15 minutes while we sort this out. So everyone was cool. Um, so we just we just sort of went on with that. But you don't sort of expect that sort of thing when you're, you know, an old folk singer. Do you get any uh, – I'm, I'm sure in the States it probably doesn't happen to you, but uh, when you play in the U.K. Or, or maybe it has, and that's why I'm asking. Do you get any, uh, you know, kind of right-wing uh, protest protesters showing up just to, you know, uh, cause a – Rabble well, once or twice in the old days, I, I I had a couple of people in my audience on a couple of occasions do Nazi salutes, oh, which is a really stupid thing to do in a Billy Bragg audience because yeah. you've got like 500 anti-fascists <laughs> and you. So I've, I've had to – I once had to save a guy from getting stomped yeah. by my audience. And another time in Leeds, uh, the audience kind of just ejected these two guys. They did it themselves. They just kind of push these guys between them and push these guys out. And it was an amazing thing to do. And it, it, it really empowered the audience. The rest of the gig went off like a rocket because this audience had dealt with these two skinheads. So, yeah, I mean, it, you do sometimes get, um, you know, hecklers, but they're gen, gen, generally not political hecklers because they're, the people who are coming to the gig are, you know, broadly similar. Um, it's a great feeling you know, to do the rest of the show and everyone's energized by the uh, actual oh, it was really good. solidarity in action. Yeah, women women were uh, falling up the front of the stage. It was a bit, it got, all got a bit like Beatlemania. It was really strange how the audience had been energized by what they'd achieved. Right. Yeah. That's right, Billy Mania. <laughs> what, is, what does Mrs. Bragg think of uh, <laughs> the women fainting at the shows? <laughs> well, they were fainting through anti-fascism rather than... Um, right. Right. <laughs> You kind did. of Don't be Elvis mad. type effect on them, yeah. <laughs> I think that's fine, personally. You have a full full band for this uh, tour? No, it's just me. Just you, nice. I like it like that. Me and two guitars, an acoustic guitar and uh, an electric guitar. It's, it's the old style. That's why a lot of them are small venues, you know. We're not playing the large theaters that we play. Yeah, I mean, well, Bowery Ballroom by us to sell out, there, I mean, or two, three nights, that's a, that's a large place. I don't know if it holds. It's maybe 500. Uh, that's it? No way. It seems like mo way more than that to me. At least a thousand people. Maybe I'm in a different room. But I want them to be that kind of size. Right. You know, rather than play a one fifteen hundred, I'd rather play these more intimate shows. Because um, I'm really, you know, I'm really into the energy of uh, of playing these these shows. So, you know, I've just had some uh, uh, Australian dates go on tour, and someone from Melbourne was complaining on Facebook about it's not fair because you normally play this big theatre. And now you're playing these little theatres, and, and I, you know, I can't get tickets. And I'm like, well, actually, the big theatre holds less people than the three nights. There's actually more tickets on sale for the three nights yeah. than there would be if I just come and played in the the big theatre. So, it's you know, it swings and roundabouts. But the, we refer to them in in Europe as a black box club. You know, dark room, stand up, bar at the back, yep. maybe a balcony. Yeah, it's a much better energy in those songs for what I'm doing. That's it's exactly a much more great in, intimacy. I remember watching you at the City Winery a few years back, and it was just too laid back. And I went downstairs yeah. to speak with you afterwards, and it's like, 
Well, they don't even have a pint of beer. They don't serve even beer here. That, that is anti-Billy at its, at its most. It's a winery. All, that, a winery. They, all they have is wine? Everybody was sitting down. It was very pastoral, let's just say that. But right. this this will bring when your back... Audience is, when your audience is a bit older, <laughs> they, you know, they, they, the thing about the winery is people love to go there. They do. It's one of those strange things. They, you know, they really enjoy going there. And it's not actually a bad place to play because everyone's quite up close and you get quite a good vibe back. Yeah. From Wait a them. second. You're telling me you can't get a beer at the city winery? That's crazy. Yeah. I tried to get That's a true. pint of beer and a new tattoo. Well, you can get beer. There's exactly what you described. I, I don't know if you've been to the. Have you played the Barry Ballroom? Um, not for a long time. Yeah. So don't I mean, tell me you, you know, can't this, get wine there. No, you can get. Don't you, tell me you can't get a glass, a glass, of, a, a nice Merlot. Don't tell me you can't get a glass of wine. That's it. <laughs> Oh, I'm pulling the gig. They, they bring the cork. You sniff the cork over. He swishes it around. Yep. Make a nice glass for you there. But it's exactly the way yep. you described. There's the bar in the back, the, a, a bit yep. of a balcony, and off we go. What was the name of that? that um, down by, uh, or, or, or down by, uh, is it Lincoln Park? Down by 14th Street. There's an old Pol- Polish center down there. I can't remember what it's called now. The, the Ukrainian Hall. No, no. It had a, another name. I played. I used to play there a lot in the 80s, and that was a sort of like a, just a big room. With a balcony, can't I can't think of the name of it now. But yeah, well, that's it's Polish that, place. I like they have beer there. Gigs, you know? it's, it's not I the, like those kind of gigs. When you the, walk in and the place smells of disinfectant and vomit, it's always a, <laughs> always a good vibe. I'm like it takes me back to my punk days. Where you could smell the stale like tap lines, you know, from the emanating from the back. Someone the scoured it in the last 24 hours. <laughs> scoured. Possibly you a know, murder. interesting things happen there. It's you know, <laughs> Esprit de punk, as we say. Yes, yes. I'm I'm sorry I'm going to miss the first three album night because uh, I'm actually uh, uh, coach soccer now, Billy. So I'm, I'm very busy with uh, uh, the footballers. Uh, my young daughter is a fourth grade team, fourth fifth graders, and uh, they're they're doing quite well. They haven't lost a game yet. We're really? championship th- caliber. That's a tough, uh, tough. I'm very proud of you, buddy. I'm very very proud of you. Yeah, well, now you know, Grant, Grant, my sound man uh, in the UK, who doesn't work in America, but he works for me in the UK. Sure. His son is around that age, and he's doing really well at football as well. Yeah, yeah, it's a great sport. It's a great way to get everybody involved and active. And and uh, I had just finished with my son, whose team, uh, you know, after eighth grade they go on to high school. And yeah. uh, uh, Pele's grandson was on his team, so that was wow. That was amazing to speak with. Uh, yeah, I was in your basement, and, and all of a sudden, there's a giant framed Pele signed jersey right next to my Billy Bragg so, so signed you know, albums. Billy, you know Mario, wow. so he took advantage of that situation. No, yeah, I, I coached for ten years, and then I told her <laughs> I wrote Pele a letter. I translated it to Portuguese and told him how much he meant to me. An inappropriate line crosser. And um, I. Just, that sounds good, man. I, that's I, that's amazing. I love Pele, and, it, and it's great to wait the way. And, you know, since I've come to America, the way football was taken off over there. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the Women's World Cup uh, team was just incredible. Yeah, that, that you know, brought some a lot of, of Some of those goals, some of those goals they scored. Amazing. That was a lot of fun to watch. And I like that they piss off the president, too. I love that. Yeah, Anytime that guy right. gets, gets uh, you know, pissed off by something. Billy, I had a question about about the tour before we move on to other subjects. You said uh, the the fans seem to like the second night. Do you have a personal favorite of the three nights that you're like you lean more towards? Um, I tend to I tend to get more emotionally involved in the third night, right? Because it's, because it's that kind of like heart you know heartbreak ballads and stuff like that, and parenthood is in there as well. So I kind of I kind of get involved in that a little bit more. That's yeah. the one that I kind of I I kind of sort of enjoy. Singing the songs and messing with the audience with. 
Well, then there you go. Then people should just focus on the third night if the second night is so hard. No, no, Mario. You need a bit of chop and clang as well, Mario. It's Billy Bragg. Oh, no, I would love to. Can't all be, can't all be heartbreak. Any skiffle in this uh, set? Just sneak any in there? Not quite, no, no. I, I wrote about it rather than playing it, I think. That's the... Yeah. The, I actually have a new book out now um, yeah. called the three, the three Dimensions of Freedom, yeah, about the... Um, it's a kind of a, a an angle on the free speech debate. I think that um, the notion that free speech is the be-all and end-all of freedom is is uh, become a very negative thing. Right. Um, that, that freedom really, if you're truly free, then... Freedom must obviously involve free speech. It must involve the liberty to express your opinion. But unless you also have equality, which is the, the respect for other people's opinion and, and you know, the willingness to, to listen to them, unless you have that, um, then really your free speech is just privilege. But more importantly than that, you also need accountability because not every kind of freedom is a positive thing. There are... There's, there are dangerous types of freedom, and the most dangerous type of freedom of all is impunity. Right. That's right. freedom without any accountability whatsoever, and that that's that's you know that's what your president has. Right. Exactly. Now, but and, on the other side of that, can I? Do I have to respect, uh, you know, uh, right wing nationalists, Nazis, free speech as a private citizen? The government protects their free speech, but I mean, as a private citizen, do I have to respect? Well, no, their... because what you do, John, is you take those three parameters I've given you mm-hmm. when you're dealing with them and you put those parameters on what they're saying and I would I would imagine that they would fail at the first hurdle of equality right so therefore they are they're outside of what you know a, a free society um, cannot afford to have people who don't ex- re- respect equality and it can't afford to have people who are not accountable Do you think a the- free society you know because if you don't have you don't have equality uh, then you have uh, um, uh, division. And if you don't have accountability, then you're moving towards authoritarianism. So these these are th- these three vectors I'm trying to, to bring into play sh- should allow us both to look at um, both look at the, the daily politics of, of our country and and see if if liberty and equality and accountability is there. But they also they're also adaptable to uh, our social media discourse when you're dealing with someone online. Is this person I'm dealing with respectful of my point of view and the points of view of others? And is this person responding to my questions in a, in a fair way and they are the, making themselves accountable to what I'm arguing with them? Or if they're just dissing me and they're just attacking me and they're not interested in what I'm saying, then you don't have to deal with those people. They're not, they don't have any... any concept of free speech or freedom well that's so it's pretty... kind of trying to deal you know trying to work out uh, a framework in which to have a social discourse online you've uh, described uh, twitter pretty much it's like you know everyone yeah there's exactly. not there's not too much um, a good faith um, uh, discourse on twitter it's pretty much like this mob kind of thing everyone gangs up on each other you, you know yeah and, and I... so that's is not a left or right argument you know right. it's an argument that tries to 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 give you some parameters with which to bring to the debate and and see if the person that you're dealing with is acting in good faith or not. Right. Because I'm happy to argue with anyone in good faith, even if they're a racist. Right. I will argue with them, providing they're in good faith. But very often those people, are their extreme point of view undermines 
their ability to have a reasoned debate. As my son pointed out to me the other day, you can't reason with a racist, Dad. You're wasting your time. That's right. Well, well, you, cannot, you can debate them in good faith, though. Like, you should, have, you, you should have a debate with Morrissey on stage. I want to see that. Yeah. How's well, that, how I, things going with Mr. Morrissey? See, uh, my, um, my dispute with Morrissey is not about what he says. He has a right to say what he wants to say. That's his right. But what he doesn't have is a right to not be uh, challenged on that. And his complaint seems to be, like many free speech warriors... I, I understand to be exactly that, what you're going to say. Yep, go ahead. You know, it's not, it's not free speech that he wants. It's free reign yeah. to say whatever he likes. Yeah. And if freedom, if freedom is the right to say whatever you want, whenever you want, to whoever you want with no comeback, then forget Martin Luther King and the Constitution. The definition of freedom is Donald Trump's Twitter feed. Yeah. <laughs> because that's what's happening there, you know, and people, we know where that leads. So a, you know, we they, need we they, need to bring yeah. a, a accountability. I think is the front line. You know, you've been saying uh, in, that for years, um, Billy. Well, people say things, uh, uh, in, and and when they get uh, called out on it, they go, "Ah, oh, well, they, what happened to free speech?" Well, we're not the government. We're trying to argue. You could say what you want, but there's you, there's going to be consequences to that. Yeah, free speech gives you the right to offend, but it does doesn't give you the right to abuse. The first you know, you can say cry, something but... offensive. You can say that, you know, um, you know, you can make uh, offensive remarks about people's uh, views. But when you when it becomes abusive, when it crosses over that line, there has to be some kind of accountability for that. Right. You know, and I think if you look at the the front line struggles that, are, that have arisen up over the last five years, they're all accountability movements. Me Too, Black Lives Matter, Extinction Rebellion, if you're familiar with them, there are um, I don't know if they're active in the US, but they're uh, a climate change uh, com campaigners. And these are all accountability movements, the thing that they have in common, that although they appear to be separate initiatives, they are actually joined by, they're, they're, they're part of the accountability movement. I get that. That's the common denominator, accountability. Mm. Well, that and it's just not, there's just not enough of it about, I'm afraid. Is, there, is it hard to, are you, are you online a lot? I see you on Facebook, someone's impersonating you as a, tro as a troll. Right. So isn't it just like, don't you just want to, you want to be on there for your fans and to say what you want to say? We have all these ideas politically, and then but do, does it make you nuts? Are you are you addicted to that too, or are you just kind of like you put it in its, in its own space? Some days I'm engaged on it. Other days I'm kind of you know I'm not obsessed with it. I don't live yeah. there. You, you practice I mean, every day. You play I, guitar you know, every day. My family, my family, they find out all the family gossip there. They right. use it completely <laughs> differently. You know, that's how like, I. You know, the, I you know, my, my son told me that my nephew was having a baby. I said, how did you find out? He said, it's on Facebook, Dad. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm not in that group. That. Obviously, I'm not in that group. <laughs> You're not invited to the, uh, to the thing. No, I'm not in that WhatsApp group. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. But yeah. um, they should forget us oldens. We need telling. Right. You know, someone needs to phone me up and tell me. So, it's uh, yeah. But I think, you know, like any medium, it's it's good as the people that use it and, and i think social media is a is a deep dark truthful mirror on humanity it's it's not twitter's fault that uh, there, there are people there who, who you know go from naught to zero i mean the the troll the, the um the guy impersonating me is annoying enough but i also uh, wrote a um a long post last weekend it was the 80th anniversary of the evacuation of school children from British cities before the outbreak yeah, of war. I was reading about that, yeah. And your your yeah. Uh, your your mother was uh, one of the... My evacuees. mom and her two sisters, yeah. And so... This is 1939? Um, September like 1st, yeah, when Hitler invaded Poland, before Britain invade, uh, uh, declared war. 
but when Hitler invaded Poland, they'd been waiting along, they'd been planning for it, mm. and they put it into action. Anyway, so I thought it would be nice to, to write something about that because it's quite an interesting experience because they went by ship, which is not many people had that experience. And wow. so I wrote about it, but there's there's a my all of my threads are um, maligned by a furious vegan. <laughs> That's a good name for a record, or a band. Furious a, Vegan. A band. I saw them at CBGB. Yeah, great name for a band. Um, yeah, he's absolutely furious. So he came and and just ripped the shit out of me because I ate meat. Now, nothing to do with... Well, uh, this is the Morrissey guy, probably. He's, a, you know, that's what... That's he's not, actually. He's, oh, not. Okay. <laughs> he's not. He's not aligned in that. But he's... Rather than reason with you, and, you know, because the Extinction Rebellion people are saying, look, it's not about stopping flying. It's about flying less. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, okay, right. I think I might be able to do that. I think I might be able to cut down my footprint by not bringing a, an Ameri a British crew to America yeah, and have an American yeah. crew. Mm -hmm. You know, I might be able to, you know, I mean, for instance, apart from flying the Atlantic next week to get to America, I'm not doing any more flying on that tour. Yeah. And that's a big change, you know. Yeah. So it's about adjusting. You know, I don't, I don't think practically at the moment there's a way of crossing the Atlantic that doesn't have a, either a footprint or involve a 10 to 14-day sea voyage. And that really makes... <laughs> Much sense to me. Maybe the heavy metal bands want to get a Viking longship and row across, but I don't. Really, <laughs> I don't really fancy having to sail through the uh, arse end of Hurricane Dorian yeah. to uh, to get to to New York or DC. So, at the moment, people, you know, the fly, it's a necessity. You're going to have to fly, and you're cutting really it down. That, but I can. The things I can control, I'm doing my best. You know, for instance, now we we don't have um, uh, plastic water bottles in the dressing room. We carry our Good. own. A filter with us a big uh looks like a big um hot water urn yeah. but it's actually a water filter and we fill it up during the sound check and by gig time it's filtered all the water and we've got we've got water you know and so we don't have any try not to, you know and we're using reusable bottles on stage yeah well when you're here in new york let's just let me tell you our tap water is uh comes from a reservoir it's 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 it's, it's fantastic you don't even need the filter you drink it right out of the tap here yeah Delicious. Yeah, so I'm, you know, I'm. We're trying to what we can. We're trying to work what we can. You know, have a hybrid car. People do get down on you on that. Is besides from the furious vegan, like I don't know what the the uh, evacuation of uh, your mother and sisters has to do with not eating meat. But he's just always on this. Somebody always like scream about your carbon footprint. People scream about well. How does he say all these socialist things when he has money? They do the same thing to Bernie here. Like, well, he has a he has a house. He sold a book. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. Unless you live in a cave. You can't. I mean, my sense of that is my argument to that is: um, Are you familiar with the idea of a means test? Do you have that in America? A means test. I, it sounds familiar. Probably, no, uh, basically, it's, um, embarrassing. In um, when they first brought in um, social security in my country, they would send someone around to inspect what you had in your house, yeah, so that they would know that you were poor enough. You know, if you had too that's, many material things, they wouldn't give you support. That's awful. Yeah, well, and that's what the that's what the welfare state ended. Yeah. You know, that was that was because my mum, that, that was really something that was a stigma, social but stigma. This this thing still goes on today. They, uh, you no, know, no, 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 of, no, no. But I mean, it, 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 the idea of uh, people, poor people, they buy a soda and people are angry about that. They're not angry yeah. that we spend a trillion dollars on a plane that, that I was going to bomb. Uh, yeah. you know, I mean, that's that's what the, that's what the um, that's what I'm saying about my opinion. Is my opinion going to be means tested? You're going to come and say, oh, sorry, your house is too big. You can't talk about socialism because your house is too big. I mean, forget it. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And then the other thing is they're often, they're often the, the guys who are complaining about their freedom of speech. 
And then they're trying okay. to tell you to shut up because your house is too big. Don't you know? There's no, there's no. That's my son says you can't reason with assholes. Uh, how big is your house? I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Oh, it's pretty big. It's big. In fact, um, <laughs> if you have a look on my on the thread, I posted a picture today um, of um, Boris Johnson gave a speech. The Prime Minister gave a speech today, mm. standing in front of a load of uniformed police officers. It's never happened before Jesus in our country. God, he, he literally he put the police, the state-sponsored army, yeah. in front of him physically. And, you know, behind him, they're all behind him. He was at an academy. Oh, God, that's terrible. But, but it's, you know, and I posted a picture of Donald Trump doing exactly the same thing. Exactly. As he suspended and, and so, Parliament. You know, uh, um, you know, imitation is a sincere form of flattery. Has, and so someone attacked me, attacking me, uh, posts a picture of my house. I'm like, okay. Okay. <laughs> this is, you know. <laughs> Which is also uh, a 24-hour patrol by armed, helmeted MP. <laughs> Well, did, right. he, did he suspend Parliament? Did it happen? Is it is this going to happen Listen, now? He only had 15 minutes. <laughs> What's he asking? Parliament. Did he suspend? Is that going to happen? The suspension of Parliament? Mario, are you are you familiar with uh, Schrodinger's cat? Yes, I am. <laughs> Fill me in. Well, you're asking me whether the cat's dead or alive, and I open the box, mate. It could be either. Right. <laughs> I got it. It's, it's a, it, and, and it's, dead, it's alive. It's upside down. It's fro- you know who knows. Brexit, yeah, could. What we've never opened the box with Brexit. Yeah, I mean, the- but I tell you what is interesting. What is interesting is that um, the uh, two-party system has broken down now in my country, and a majority of members of Parliament of all parties are now holding. Boris Johnson to account in a way a British Prime Minister has never been held to account before. In a way, we're not Coming doing, back it. To not doing it I'm sorry to circle, I'm sorry to circle back around this way. Um, to, to, but because our, our executive is in the, in the Parliament, obviously we have a different system to the one that you have. Mm-hmm. Uh, and without, without a majority, uh, Johnson can't um, do what he wants to do. So he is, he, you know, we've, there's a deadline for getting a deal with the European October Union. October 31st. Halloween. Yes. And he has said, he has said that there is no way. In fact, he said he would rather die today, actually, said this mad thing with the, with the police academy. Jeez. He said he would rather die than ask for an extension from the European Union. And last night, Parliament passed a law that requires him to ask for an extension from the European Union. Nice. <laughs> That's where well, we're at. Okay. I, I, well, right. That's where we're at. That's where we're at. So you're asking me, you're asking me what's going to happen when an immovable object hits an irresistible force. <laughs> I'm afraid. I mean, his, his brother resigned even, this morning. His own brother resigned this morning from Parliament. Even if case. we were still, yeah, even if we were still talking about this this time next week when I get to America, I still wouldn't be able to give my crystal ball on this. But I tell you what, it's, it's keeping us all excited. Yeah, how do, explain to me uh, for one. I'm sorry to keep you. Uh, you can go anytime you like. Um, obviously, it's a free country. Maybe over there, it's not. But no, here, it here in Trump's America, <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. The uh, how do they? How does he kick members of Parliament out? You could just kick people out. He kicked no. everybody out, and they came back no, no. and sat behind him yesterday or today. No, they don't. He don't. No, he doesn't kick them out of Parliament. He kicks them out of his party. Oh. You, right. could, you could boot people from uh, from the Tories or the Labour Party. They can be wish. excluded from the from the party. Yes, so they're no longer um, party members. Which means if there is an election, which is what 
everybody recognises is going to have to happen before Christmas, mm. they will not be able to stand in the election. So they've more or less been banished. Right. Why is but, why is Johnson pushing for a special election, a snap election again, like May did? Um, because um, he hopes that that will give him a majority in the Commons to be able to. Uh, do what he wants to do. But I would imagine the way the country's split at the moment, we would probably have another hung parliament where nobody has a majority. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's no, there's no simple way out of this. It's like a swamp where you move one leg and the other leg goes in lower. It's yeah. very, it's very frustrating. Um, but democracy is moving very, very slowly as it does. Um, and we are getting close to a situation where we either have to shit or get off the pot. And there's a whole lot of people who really want to get off the pot now. So we may yet be saved from Brexit by the complexities of the border between the Irish Republic and, and the United Kingdom yeah. and things like that, you know. So you think it's actually a possibility that it will never happen? That's on the table. It is possible. It's always, that's always been a possibility, I, yeah. I had a mate of mine come over and visit last week. He's originally from Belfast. Uh, his parents moved here when he was 13 because if they didn't, he would have been part of the troubles and he's convinced that if the border goes up that the troubles will start again well everybody who talks in the debate either talks about either remaining not leaving that is or leaving without a deal which is the the nuclear option and we had a european election um a couple of months ago for the european parliament and the parties that either said that offered one of those two options, got loads of votes. And the parties that were trying to talk about the nuance and the complexities didn't get any votes at all. And the problem with that is, is if we're going to be saved from this, it's going to be the nuance of the Irish border, of the Good Friday peace accord, the nuance of our economic relationship with Europe. So actually the nuance is pretty damn important. It certainly you know? is, yeah. Well, Billy, thank you very much. I don't want to keep you all day. We could talk about the Brexit all day. We could indeed. Yeah, and, uh, probably, uh, we've probably got stuck on a bit on it there. So no, I'm fine. Uh, if I mean, I, I if Mario's asked all these questions, I'll uh, I'll go off to my bed. I think. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, me and John have this argument often that uh, radical change doesn't happen overnight. That it it's a slow, Glacial like you said, pace. a slow, it's a slow prog progressive movement. But it seems like since we last spoke, it hasn't been two steps back. It's been two hundred steps back, and. Um, as you would say, I think we were, we were ready for tour. a giant, a giant leap forward, not just one step, because we really Mario, have to come back. You know, when when I first met you in the 1980s, would you ever imagine that a socialist would be taken seriously in the United States of America That's as a right. presidential candidate? No, I did no, not. And no, no, listen, and he's changed the entire narrative of yeah. what people are. Would you ever so. believe that a, a barmaid who who self-declared democratic socialist of America would become the the, the leading light in Congress? No, I wouldn't. It's a beautiful I would, thing. I wouldn't believe that two men who love each other could openly marry themselves. I couldn't <laughs> believe you guys that, grow up in that Russia, that you know, that you know, the Berlin Wall would have fallen. It's amazing. And that America could win the World Cup. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, speak, and the Cubs won the World Series. Speaking yeah. of Russia, one one quick thing, Billy. I know back in the eighties, you know, you you visited the Soviet Union, you played gigs there. This whole relationship with the Soviet Union now seems like it's just a giant backstep to where we're. The talk of peace and and uh, is just gone. It's like the Democrats now in our country are more suspicious of, suspicious of the Russians than than ever before. And um, what's your take on on Russia and its role and and how they would relate to both you know 
the world. I think I think we live live in a world where authoritarianism is on the rise. And nationalism, yeah. Uh, yeah, nationalism and authoritarianism. You see it in China, you see it in uh, India, you see it in Poland, and obviously you see it in Russia as well. And unfortunately, you see it in the United States of America, and it's the the driving force of, of Brexit. Right. It's the empowerment so this is, that these people this is get. A, this is a common problem. It's a common problem. Well, uh, I want to play, uh, as we leave out, I want to play that song you wrote in 2017. Uh, what was that song that we had? <laughs> Sleep the Sleep of Reason, based on the Goya painting. So yeah. I think we'd like to play that because you kind of wrote that right. in, in response to the problems of Brexit and, and Donald Trump. And, uh, and the rise of nationalism here and racism here is, is incredibly troubling. Right. It's Before incredibly it is. Good. It's trouble. I mean, you know, I hear words on the street that I didn't hear, you know, derogatory words about uh, people of color that I haven't heard since the 1970s. Because Trump has legitimized – Trump and Brexit have legitimized that. Exactly. And it's, it's very troubling. Yeah. But, it, but, it, but it's also – it's also inspired our young people. Oh, yeah. It has. Because, you know, I see, I see in the school strikers, the, ki the school kids striking for the environment, I see the spirit of punk rock there because those kids are self-empowered. They're not waiting for someone to come and tell them what to do. They're doing it themselves. Right. So I find I'm very inspired by them. The kids are all you know, right. I don't, I'm not, I'm, you know, I, 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 you know I'm, because I'm a socialist, I am by nature a glass half full person, but I find that, you know, I can keep my cynicism at arm's length because I see young people out there right. with Black Lives Matter, with Me Too, with Extinction Rebellion. I'm really inspired by them. Yeah. Well, and take note, old people, you're going to die soon and the young people <laughs> are going to be voting and we're gonna, progress is going to move on with or without you. I'm getting to the age where I need someone to help me hold up this banner. I mean, if they've <laughs> <That's> finally, <right. laughs> finally turned up, Greta and her friends have turned up, and they're full of energy and they're inspirational, and I'm I'm so glad they're here. I don't know if you know I, you know this, Mario, but the, the best of Billy Bragg at the BBC is a is a record, and it's a, some kind of package that you put out here, uh, Billy. It's so beautiful, limited yeah. edition vinyl and everything. If you go to Billy's website, you could check that out. It's 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 amazing, and it's it's very uh, reasonably priced, in my opinion. Yes. Amen to that, John. Yeah, and so that's this is this is a great thing to have. It comes with all sorts of stuff. I'm, I was looking at it before. It's beautiful. So go to the uh, Billy Bragg's website, BillyBragg.co.uk, and also go see him on tour September nineteenth at the Birchmere in uh, Alexandria, Virginia, and of course the two nights after that. Then you go see him here in New York City, September twenty sixth, the Bowery Ballroom, great place. That's 26, 27, 28, and then he'll be following that up at October 3rd, 4th, and 5th at the Sinclair in Boston, Massachusetts, and uh, that's, a, that's it. So if you're going to go see Billy Bragg, go and do it now. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Are you? You're going to go with me? Billy always together? energizes me. As, as depressed as I get with the car. we go together? You're going to get me on the guest list, Mary? Uh, that's up to Billy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm... I'm, I'm I'm hoping to see Vaughn while I'm in town. We're going to get I spoke together and to him. compare I spoke uh, to him yesterday. photographs of our grandchildren. Yeah, I did speak uh, to him uh, yesterday because I, I asked him if he wanted to come and sit in on the interview. But he's actually on his in his RV in, up in Maine with his wife. You know, they tour the country in a small vintage RV. I know, because I, I, I Facebooked him to remind him I was coming, and he sent me a picture of where they were camped on some <laughs> lake in upstate New York. And it was like, we were saying, where should we meet? And I'm like, let's meet wherever you are, buddy, because it looks beautiful. <laughs> Yeah, for our listeners who don't know, Vaughn was a guest a while back, uh, and he was, that's how um, Vaughn was in charge of, like, your East Coast operation for a while there. And, he was. And we, uh, and I was the guy doing the political leafleting in the back, and <laughs> and it's always great to see you, Billy. It's always great to hear you, because as depressed as you get about the current events in this country and in the world, 
a, a good Billy Bragg show will cure that ill. At least for a little while. <laughs> That's my job, because when I come off stage, after you all sung There's Power in the Union, my activism is charged up, and my job is to make you go home feeling the same as I feel with your right. activism charged up. I, That's the way music changes the world. Music doesn't have agency, but it does have the power to, to fire people up, and that's what I come to do. You're doing a great job with that, and we thank you so much for uh, for coming yeah, in. Yeah, thanks, this, Billy. Man. Give my best to Jack. Give my best to Jack and your wife. We'll do. How's he doing look, musically? Is he? Is he? Uh, I look forward to seeing you soon, guys. I'll see. Yeah. We'll see you in New York. Let's hope. Cheers. Uh, cheers. Right, Give Billy. my best to all. All the best. Take care. Good, take care. Good luck. Bye now. All right. Thank, thank you, you, Billy. There he goes. There's Billy Bragg, and here's uh, the Sleep of Reason. We'll be back after these words. In this country. 
That's The Sleep of Reason by Billy Bragg. And uh, we'll play one more song. We'll come back with uh, the news. Tommy Rockstar's news. And more show. Thanks for tuning in. Back after these words. This government had an idea And parliament made it law Seems like it's illegal to fight for the union anymore. And which side are you on, boys? Which side are you on? Which side are you on, boys? Which side are you on? Join the picket lines, but together we cannot fail. We got stopped by police at the county line. They said, Go on, boys, or you'll go into jail. And which side are you on, boys? Which side are you on? Which side are you on, boys? Which side are you on? It's hard to explain to a crying child why her daddy won't go back. So the family suffer, but it hurts me more to hear a scab say, Sod you, Jack. Which side are you on, boys? Which side are you on? Which side are you on, boys? Which side are you on? Follow my conscience and I'll do whatever I can And it'll take much more than a union law To knock the fight out of a working man And which side are you on, boys? Which side are you on? Which side are you on, boys? Which side are you on? Yeah, there we go. Wow, imagine wow, that. that Billy great. Bragg. How do we do that? How do we keep getting these amazing guests? Well, because he's my mate, man. He's my star friend. Power. 
I love Billy. I, to, I thought he just he listened to the show so much and loved it so much. He's he in the Patreon. Hello, my dear and, old friend, Mario. Where's me hoodie, love? That's not how he talks, and thank you for that. <laughs> what a great thank, interview. We, we thank Billy Brack yeah, for doing it. That was you. really nice of him. Yeah, and, uh, thanks, what a guy. Uh, he's a uh, classic. Class act. Like yeah. I said, he said 15 minutes, and then once we started talking politics, it was out the window. Yeah, the two, the two, like like Tommy said, the two-man interview is a little cleaner. I think we should yeah. uh, kick uh, everybody out except me so and Mario too. for every interview. <laughs> well, you and know, you guys can play dominoes. You know what I like? That was great. We just hung out. We played dominoes. <laughs> you know we I drank rum. I felt like an old Cuban man. No, it was horrible. It looked <laughs> like I heard what you guys had to say. I'm up four bucks. But we had the speaker on. We <laughs> who, who won dominoes during that? Interview? Oh, Ryan. Ryan. Well, Ryan Graham. I have the results here. Cleaned I only have one thing to say. Ryan had 87 points. Right. I had 17. Pete had 38. And Tommy had zero. What? <laughs> so in Cuban terms, you owe him $9. All Tommy's seven, dice were facing the wrong way. <laughs> and I got to admit, I did hit one copy coup while we played. Copy coup. Uh, so you won $20. Copy coup is when your last, you put the last your last domino, you could put it on either side. Oh, so and you're supposed to that. win double money, but Mario Oh, I didn't not know that's me. what you were talking well, about. Well, that's, yeah. that's what you have to, how you have to right. set oh, yourself copy up. Copy coup. Right. That's, a, that's a good, good end game. Good end game. Tommy, what was your end game? Is uh, that a grand slam? That's is that a grand slam? <laughs> it sounds exciting. Tommy didn't score one point. <laughs> no, I was laughing about two. It was like watching him trying to learn to his, that, he's like practiced. It was like watching Tommy learning to play poker all over again. Yeah, I'm still figuring it out. <laughs> Numbers, man. <laughs> is that a bunt squeeze? <laughs> is that a royal flush? Oh, right? Thanks, so basically, you're the winner of the Ryan game because you always give the game. Yeah. Now you won the game. Is that Good a force job, play? Hey, I'm is that a grand slam? No. Is that a grand slam? Is that a shift? Is that a grand slam? No. Is that an inside the park double home run? <laughs> is that a force play? <laughs> is that a grand slam? No. <laughs> Everybody. All right. Oh, what are we doing? The news. The news. First place, the Yankees are the. What the old sports yes, song? Yes, please. There's a second verse to this. <laughs> I was screaming. I don't know what's going on in that Yankees song. How are the Is Mets doing? Are the Tied Mets up. still in it? It's time for sports. Fast forward, fast forward. This part of you don't like sports, you big pussy. <laughs> Sorry about that. It was seven years. Different time. Patreon.com. Mario and the Squeeze Gang. Rap attack. It's goosh, goosh, goosh for the home team. They don't win. What a shame, cuz. Cuz it's one, two, Hug on you hot at the old <laughs> And now whenever I hear that, I expect Lazy Mary to stop. <laughs> I was completely sober recording this in my living room. Yeah, right. It was like a up. Tuesday afternoon. Bullshit. I was. We used to do stuff. Enough. Circle yeah. of breathing. Remember when we used to do stuff? <laughs> Now that's the time. Is it though? Listen, Tommy. I sit down for that song. I don't like that Lazy Mary thing. Before it's annoying. You, before yeah. you go to the news, I just wanted to Uh-oh. say again what a great interview it was. I wanted to thank Billy, and I just want to remind everybody that if you're in the New York area, what are the dates, John? 26th. <laughs> 
session. You saw my paper. And you have it in front of you. Where? Give me that. 20, I thought you knew if I wrote. I got it. It's the oh. 25th, 6th, and 7th. 26th, 27th. So you're literally looking at it. It's uh, September 19th, 20th. Oh, if you're in New York area, September 26th, 27th, and 28th at the Bowery Ballroom, New York nice City. Room. Great place to see a man. Easy to get to everything. It's just under the this Williamsburg. swing. Bridge. We'll be there. It's that in room my hood. Swinging. And uh, I like the Bowery Ballroom. Yeah, great club. I feel like I'm not crowded in there. I feel like I can go to the upstairs bar. Do you bar, go to the balcony with the olds? Yeah, I go with the old people. I sit behind the soundboard. I like it's a good, a good, it's bounce. good sound. It's and I and there's never a line for like a drink. You know, I don't want to get smart. Right, Listen, right. you don't want to get caught in the mosh pit of a Billy Bragg show. You lose your. You, you there is no mosh pit. They're like seventy years old. It's like going to see Pete Seeger. I don't I'm know if you've ever heard of a, a joke, but um, <laughs> that was one of them. But uh, <laughs> Friday night is the uh, catalog, right, John? Friday night is the catalog. <laughs> I feel like I'm pushing a boulder up a hill. That was a fine example. Over his head. I mean, not the greatest, but there was a little sarcasm for you there. Go ahead, Mario. Go ahead. Well, Friday night is the catalog. It's definitely no on the calendar. Nobody... Saturday night, he says, is the... Uh, I'm the taking my shirt off and moshing. Clang, the the, the old punk up. set from the thir- first three albums. Yep. Right. His busking days. See you in the pit. Life's a riot, Spy versus Spy, and all those... No skiffle and then the though. Second you know, he did a is, skiffle is documentary. We never even talked about skiffle. Skiffle. Heartthrob. All the the love songs and the third three. The third three albums, which were more the second personal. three albums, right? The Not second, the third three. The, the second, second three. The sixth. The third through sixth. <laughs> the sixth through the third, right? Well, because he was very political, and then in the end, he became more personal. But it was more of a personal politics. What did he say? The third night, which is the second set of three albums. <laughs> Right. Is like the more sing songy, like everyone's singing. Heartfelt, anthems. heartfelt, a little and ballads, yeah. ballads and anthems. stuff. And, uh, but either night you go, any night you go, it'll be, fu- it'll be it's to be in the room with him. Billy. That's BoweryPresents.com. I have to warn everybody. He <laughs> does, yeah. he does talk. How do you know that? Because I work with him. Who does, Billy? No, I do. Billy talks a lot, Mary. But of yeah, course, he does. No, it's that's good. No, no, no. He talks to excess sometimes. Yeah, but that's, that's what you want. Listen, that. This is a. Yeah. This is a. You know, you're there for a movement. This is yeah, activism. In action. He inspired me. I'm more than walk out there out of that Barry Ballroom and punch a cop right in his face. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Fuck him. No, no. Pigs. I'm gonna pick a small. That we get Pete that's not what Billy small says. Small cop. You go out and you embrace the policeman. No, I'm pretty sure I punch a cop is one of the songs he has. There's a barrage episode that's not up yet that you go on like a 20 minute tirade how you want to murder the president and with every and, 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 oh, I don't know what you're talking about what, no, and uh, it will never be up that was <laughs> that, yeah, that was, oh that got cut oh. that's a great I'm not even sure, sure which show it is and I would stop you after like every sentence like oh, he's just kidding and you'd be like no I'm not, no, I'm not. I don't know what you're talking <laughs> about what, what, that no. was a Lenny Bruce bit we were playing or something <laughs> never happened Jack. never happened I admired it I thought it was great Kudos to you, thank John Houlihan. I don't know what you're talking about, but thank you. <laughs> Shut up, you idiot. I love the president. <laughs> I love police officers, and I love uh, I support the troops. Never forget. I'm I will not, never. I'm a pacifist. <laughs> These colors don't run. Punch they don't horse. run or burn. I'm a pacifist, but when it comes down, I'm not. I'm just willing to support them in other ways. I see a hippie, I swerve right into him. That's all I know. Leave me alone. I didn't say anything. Disco sucks. When the revolution comes. You got to respect the office of the president as far as I'm concerned. Give him a chance. Give him a, you know, give him a chance. <laughs> I have a Sharpie. Me you... and Mario were trying to figure out before the Billy Bragg interview that we recorded, like, when the last time he was on. So he's on in... in January, August. No. no, January 2000. Just pick every month and see which Janu- one's the... It's on the paper. January 2015. No, no, no. It was, like, sept- it right. was like October or September or something. It was before... August. Right before the... He got... 
Before the election? He, he elected. No, he, it was a year before the election. He announced his, just announced he, that it was he a was joke, in, in June, yeah, it was a goof. and we had him on in August. That's goof. what it was. Coming down the escalator. And then after that, nobody thought Trump would win. Trump didn't think he'd win. And yeah, no now we were talking to Billy. Fucking, uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. Oh, fuck. It's going to Four years later into that Trump is our president and Boris the Spider Johnson right. is their <laughs> prime minister, whatever he is. He's 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 don't know anything about anything. He's a Trump. He's a Trump. Boris the Spider Johnson fighting out of Yonkers, New York, in the white trunks. Boris the Spider. <laughs> bum, 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 yeah. bum, bum, bum. <laughs> the Spider. Uh, you going to uh, suspend Parliament? I Queen. Suspend Parliament? Your Highness. That's the one thing I read. <laughs> what are you talking about? What's in the news, though? What's the news? Yeah, let's listen to the news. The pride of Yonkers. <laughs> Give him hell. Give him <laughs> hell, Bo. Yeah, I'm, I'm convinced Yonkers is just uh, the it's entire so, population is like washed up boxers. It's, it's like, washed. It's its own city. It's like one of the biggest cities in the It's a sovereign state, state yeah. or something. Do they yeah. still have harness racing in Yonkers? You're goddamn right. You want in on that? <laughs> I got a hot tip. <laughs> Let me get the fucking Joker pokers. We're good. Let me uh, b- uh, Boris five, five times on Boris the Spider. <laughs> <laughs> the show. Imagine betting. calling up my dog. What is the purpose of even having those wagons on the back of the horse? It's Why It's old-timey old shit. Yeah, man. It is old-timey. It's a pure type of race. Is it? I don't know. <laughs> you smash into each other with chariots. Fourth width. It's ridiculous. Spartacus. All right, let me try to go to the news here. It's Tommy Rockstar's news. Everyone loves the news. John, it's funny you mention that because it is funny. Oh. Funny you mention that, man. Tommy Rockstar's bullshit. Yeah. Non-breaking news. Tommy Rockstar. All right, Tommy Rockstar every week come, uh, does the news for us. He's a n- news organization. I don't know if you know that. Uh, news Walk. <laughs> Newsman, are you? Tommy Rockstar. Yes, sir. Do you have your credentials? What's right. in the news? My back pocket. Yes, sir. What's in the news? I got lots in the news. news. Here we man. go. The news is always the news cycle is always cycling. Well, speaking of, uh, <laughs> I got to tell you. Speaking of uh, European politics. Hello. <clears throat> <clears throat> U.S. Vice President Mike Pence didn't exactly receive a warm welcome on his official visit to Ireland no, this week. Not. No, mm. with video showing. Sure, not- now take that act down the road. <laughs> <laughs> with video showing that not. No, a- listen, come here. Go fuck yourself. Get the fuck out of this. <laughs> that not a single person turned out to greet him in his yeah. They had family's all these ancestral fences home. set up and barriers and cops and no one. There's not a fucking soul. Fucking ridiculous. Like a <laughs> Even if Mike Pence showed up, there'd still be zero pe- actual people there. <laughs> the robotic fuck. Does, well, d- does Donald Trump want to get a new running mate? Is that what I hear? Is that right, Tommy? <laughs> <I don't know laughs> you think this is that's the right, real Quaid? Uh, hey, oh, running mate. Are pushing said- for. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> While it- <laughs> <laughs> you think this is the real Quaid? <laughs> it is. Even that's a running man joke, even though that's not from the movie The Running Close Man. Close enough. You and I watched that together the other we night. We watched time. The Running Man. Yeah. yeah it was no, they, no. We, that did was Total Recall. Total Recall. <laughs> two, you two watching movies yeah. without me? Three titties? Yeah. Good, and, and you? Damn. Friday, Friday here, too. <laughs> Everyone right. remembers that scene. Three titties, good, and you. I like Three that. Three titties. Uh, I got five kids to be. Hey, Benny. <laughs> screw you. <laughs> and then he puts a drill in him. Screw while in, while in Ireland, Penn stayed at Trump's five-star private that golf resort. Steam vented. <laughs> Couldn't take the pressure, eh, Bennett? He's dead tired. Looks like you've got a pipe in your chest, Stick, stick around. <laughs> stick around, Bennett. Huh? 
while in Ireland. I'm going to put the pipe in your chest now, Bennett. It's like take 17. My friend is dead tired. He's dead tired. <laughs> while in Ireland. No, pet, I like the, be, the best thing. they it's like the, the actual lines are not the bloopers. Like the, the editor is yeah. tearing his hair out. He's dead tired. The greatest actor. I generation. lied. Matt told you I was killing him. I let him go. What happened happened to Sally? I let him go. I let him go. (laughs) While in Ireland. Ice to freeze you, Batman. (laughs) Chill out. I don't think he said ice to freeze you. Dan Manning came up with that. <laughs> so he did. That was in the movie. Ice to freeze you? That's in the Come that's on. In Batman and Robin. Wow. No, it's not. It's and he record. also says, it's going to be a cold winter. <laughs> <laughs> because he's the cold guy. Chill out. And then he's he says crazy. to Batman also, this is a real line from Fuck the movie. Fuck you, Batman. Goes, you know what killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. It's brilliant. This guy, how bad it is. Guys, in the fucking, it takes like that in the well, I know how hours to get that stupid yeah. freeze suit on. I know how we're fading this show out. <laughs> He's dead tired. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mixed up the line. While in Ireland, Penn stayed at Trump's five-star golf resort and hotel. Mm. Uh, Pence has connections with the local village, Doonbeg. Doonbeg. <laughs> Which is where Christ. his great grandmother grew up. What is the name of the village again? I hope Pat's not listening. <laughs> Doonbeg. Doonbeg. That's yeah. not the way He's to pronounce right that at all. Correctly, Doon. Doon's. Didn't your news team give you the the uh, the, the um, pronunciation? Yeah. How do you? What do you call that? The, uh, that's, that's called fucking Google, and that's what it says. <sighs> Pence is. You got to go on to Google pronounce. Phonetic. <laughs> <laughs> Pr- uh, Prince's no. Pence's Pints <laughs> went to Dony Gal. Hey, at least I didn't make the names up. Pence's security detail lined the streets of Doonbeg uh, with crowd control barriers in anticipation of his arrival, but this turned out to be completely unnecessary. Right, Doonbeg. No one showed up. Well, he's going to Iceland now, I guess, and and, uh, Iceland's covered the entire country in gay flags just to mess with Yes, I heard about this. The Prime Prime Minister of Ireland's married to a man. That's correct. He has to meet him, and he's like, ah. You gotta see the look on his face. It's pretty much the same look on his face that they're all the time. Pence faced strong criticism for staying at the small coastal town, which required commuting 180 miles back and right. forth from so Dublin. It's basically, Trump tells him, "You got to stay at my place because it's like an ad. Right, for it's the, cheaper for the joint, even though it's like you know 180 miles away, which is right. pretty much the entire width of Ireland. <laughs> Ireland. That's Halfway so across, crazy. Yeah. It's the empty crazy, streets. Man. That's wrap your mind around. That's illegal. It's blatantly illegal. Wrap your mind around that. It's when nuts. I used to travel Europe and Wrap I didn't have to sleep, I would just go to Ireland <laughs> and I could sleep on the boat what? and then go back. I'd go huh? back and forth to Ireland. Can you, is there a subject line to this email? When <laughs> I was in you Europe and I didn't have a place to sleep, I would just get, I had the pass, so I'd get on the ferry <laughs> and I'd go to Ireland <laughs> and I'd sleep on the boat. And then the next, I'd hang out what in Ireland boat? for a few days and then I'd go back. The ferry. Oh, you would sleep on the transportation? On the Staten Island Yeah. Ferry? Oh, oh, the, the I same see. thing. I like. I would go to Budapest like four times because it was like a, a eight hour trip, and I could just sleep. I took the overnight yeah, train. Yeah. So instead of getting a hotel, you sleep on the transit. Yeah, I, get I had that. a pass. I had a Euro pass. It's a very efficient of you. Enjoy that free pass, Mario. Euro pass. wipe. Junkie pass. Don't ask me to bring things. I'm sorry. It's all right. The empty streets stood in stark contrast to Barack Obama's visit. Enjoy that free pass, ass wipe. Thousands. Yes, uh, and, and Barack Obama's visit in 2011, where he was met with a crowd of thousands of well-wishers. Chad in the chat box saying Boat Sleeper is his favorite REM's tape. Boat like. Sleeper. <laughs> Barry. The vice president, who is notorious for his toxic views on Barry. LGBT rights, 
Hey, mother. Met with the openly I heard gay. Heard the guy say a fucking word. Uh, yeah, exactly. Prime Minister. I talk. Uh, all right, I can't even pronounce this name. Tyausich Leo Varadkar. Well, that's his title. That's his that, name. That's, that's my Amazon password. That's the position he holds. Tyausich Leo Varadkar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just read this the other day. I just read it the other day. And his partner. Yeah, that's a tough one. That's tough. That's tough. It's from Chris. Roll it around. Roll it around the tongue. Got no time. The White House is. Don't start, please. The White House's deputy press secretary tried to claim that Pence's meeting. Deputy? Who is that? One deputy. That he couldn't be anti-gay. From one prime minister. Under protest. Under protest. This theory was quickly shot down by Chaston. Yes, yeah. Buttigieg. Husband of Pete Buttigieg. <laughs> oh, my God. This is the greatest. Who uh, myself a newsman. Here on the protest is beef burgers. Listen, I don't want to make fun of Tommy. I don't know. That's why everyone says Mayor Pete. I have no idea. Yeah. How know how I pronounce that guy's name? Uh, Pavisic. Mayor Herb. Yeah. Mayor uh, is quit. Who pointed out? Who pointed out that dining with a gay man does not mean you're any less homophobic? Mm-hmm. I mean, you're doing well. In life. All right, how do you pronounce the Greek freak? His yes, real last name. Greek, Greek, uh, Greek freak. Findus Norway. Fish fingers Norway. This story is out of Boston. You watching the people? Findus, Greek freak. It's out of where? It's out of Boston. <clears throat> Jay, is that true? No, is that uh, out of the, Boston? You know, it'd be nice if someone gave me some uh, like uh, framework notes here to work with. The, uh, what about me man, pointing Jay, at Jay, that is a <laughs> pointing. <laughs> it's a tuna, bro. <laughs> a, uh, a lawyer was handcuffed and hauled out of court for arguing with a judge over the refusal of the dismissal of her client's straight pride parade protest. Dismissal. case that was blasted by the jury for locking her up at the end of another tense day There's in no Boston Municipal Court. court. It is a pr- the lawyer tweeted, I was just released after being unlawfully, unreasonably, and un- and outrageously arrested for doing my job. Right. Do you remember when Ed Koch was the host, was the judge on the People's yes. Choice? Yes. What? Ed Koch, for, when they, they brought filled it back. In. How am I doing? No, <laughs> it was after the guy who was the boxing ref, right? Uh, judge Mil- Mills, Miles, Lane, Mills Lane. And then yeah. I think it's Koch Lane. Really? I All right, so. but I want, I want, to, I want a clean Lane. fight, boy. <laughs> hey, come on, fighting. Uh, I bet you Mills Lane would kick the fuck out of you. Like he's probably an old boss. He kicked the fuck yeah. out of all of us right kick now. The like shit out of the whole group. Oh is did, he alive? Hopefully. Ooh, that's a good question. Did Lenny Dykstra fight that short man? No, that short man's getting the help he needs. Tiny Dice? Yes. What are you talking about? Bagel guy. The bagel guy is going to fight Lenny Dice. Oh, Dykstra. that's the bagel boss the versus Dice. Yeah. I think Jose Canseco's going to referee. Do you think we can get the bagel guy on as a guest? No. Yes, yes, but no way that guy's coming to my house. It's not a fucking thing. He needs help. Yeah, it's not even like funny. No, I understand. No. I'm 5'6", and I know what he's talking about. And you have more sense You're, you're married. This guy can't get laid. And he's got mental problems. It's not a goof. It's not, you know, it was funny for like two seconds, then you're like, Wow, I don't want to pile on this yeah, guy. No, He's got serious problems, yeah. but you know, well, you give him I mean, a platform, you know. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Well, well, anyway, listen, no, he didn't. I'll, I'll, I'll have Hitler on. He's got mental problems too. I don't yeah. care. But I don't want to do the show where we just have a guy call in and then like make fun of him. That's what Mario's yeah, here for. That's right. I have <laughs> mental problems. <laughs> really? No, you don't say. I Seems do. stable to me. You went to court to hang out. <laughs> that was very enlightening. Bring the theme back. You're casing the joint. <laughs> He's the last guy in there. The judge is like, 
Taking his robe yeah. off, like, sir. sir it, <laughs> Wait, why didn't you leave early? Like, why did you duck <laughs> he out? He I was out. in. I was in. So I was entrolled by all the uh, cases. Entrolled. It was like captivated. He's Sicilian. Leave him alone. Entrolled. John, when you turn me down, then I start yelling. And so you I never know if I should yell them. Meanwhile, because I'm conditioned to yell because I'm always thinking that I'm turned down. Well, when you. All right. I'll duck, by the way. I'll give you a little hint, Mary. If you're going to yell. Stand back. Yeah, there you go. He's Stand little, back. Mic control. Can Perfect. you hear me now? Oof, still got a time. Meanwhile, back in Boston, I don't know when to yell. Here's a hint. Shit. Don't. Back in Boston, the, the attorney named Susan oh Church <laughs> was held in contempt for several hours by uh, on Wednesday. <laughs> by contempt the court. By Judge, <laughs> like Judge Affleck. By Judge Dick Sinat. <laughs> Who What's was that? Dick oh, Sinat? That's his real name. Oh, oh Your Honor, you're killing me. While def- Holy shit! While def- uh, defending Lily Antoinette, 29-year-old protester from Somerville who was charged with disorderly conduct. She at the got st- the guillotine, I heard, after this. <laughs> with the straight pride parade. Let them eat cake. It's the French Revolution you were for you. Yeah. Quote, all I was trying to do was read the law in court, Church said. And I was uh, arrested, handcuffed, and brought down to a holding cell for hours simply for doing my job. Right. Both oh, church- man, we're calling the Coast Guard. <laughs> Both Church and the Boston prosecutor uh, requested dismissing Antoinette's case due to the police report for her. <laughs> Is everyone in Boston still wear their wigs and shit? Up there? <laughs> the powdered wig judge? That's a picture in yeah, my like head. Nigeria. <laughs> All the defendants have shorts on and fishing rods. <laughs> Including what her actions were for the event and who she was victimized. 40, uh, sports Holy break. Holy shit! Uh, 42 Mets, uh, ninth inning, Edwin Diaz. One out, going for the save. It's the McMahon. You jinxed it. Back to you, it's Tommy. over. We jinxed lost. It. You can't say that. The you're... Mets were up 10 to 4 and lost. You might as well turn it off. I'm not now. superstitious. It's the McMahon on the 20. Judge, Go ahead, Judge, Tommy. Judge Sanat, who declined requests from prosecutors to dismiss some of the cases. And, and a, the request for the, of an interview by the uh, TRN. <laughs> pushed back against Church when she spoke out about the statues regarding her case dismissals. Statutes. Um, Dismissive. <laughs> The arraignment was rescheduled due to the removal and the said removal. her lawyer's actions will only uh, be, make her be liked more. So we'll see about that. What? Yeah. That's we'll a little rough copy that. there, Tommy. Come on. Boston law. I didn't get a chance to write it this time. Oh, my God, man. We are seeing some shit okay. we ain't never seen before. Blow it out of the park oh with this God, story. I know you will, Tommy. Well, this is a good one. Doing a good job. Don't listen to the small Italian man. Here, I'm, I'm going to call the aquarium or something. To I'm going to show you guys a photo of this next story. You guys take a look, all right? Am I lying? <laughs> is, that a, is, that? is that Ace Freely? Paul Stanley? Kiss front man, Paul Stanley uh, has called out lawmakers <laughs> Am I lying? to enact tougher gun laws after the I another. I see a lot of lawmakers out there tonight. Legislator. Pass the ball. It's a private concert. Guys, this after another. Guys, I got my gavel. How many you guys were legislating? <laughs> bang this, bang. <laughs> this after another mass shooting in Texas left seven people dead and a dozen injured in Love Texas. Gavel. Badge of the Crazy. witness, baby. In sat- <laughs> <laughs> These shootings have to stop. That's what Paul Stanley says. Well, do your best. In in Saturday's attack around Odessa, a gunman opened fire. Listen on up. <laughs> random people following a traffic stop. Yeah. Police have not, not publicly confirmed the suspect's yet. identity or the weapons that he used. The attack happened less than a month after the gunman killed 31 people in El Paso and Dayton, Ohio, back to back. His Uzi of Uzi. Yeah. That's right. Uh, you know, I don't know, man. No, nah, it's a bummer. It's so bu- what do you have to down. say about it? Um, the massacres have prompted uh, fresh calls from congressional Democrats in 2020 presidential uh, 
candidates for stricter uh, regulations on firearms. Earlier today, Paul Stanley took to Twitter and wrote, quote, Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> the sigh. Uh, we don't have... This is a recipe for cake. We don't have more crazy and mentally unstable. That's what Kiss does now crazy. backstage. But when they get they get ready, they just stick their faces in four cakes. <laughs> That's how you know out. you made it. Like Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> so balling. Like, I, I don't leave the stage without four cakes. Stanley yeah. said on Twitter, quote, we don't have more crazy and mentally unstable people in the U.S. What we do have are commonplace mass shootings with automatic and semi-automatic high-powered oh, well, weapons. I thought Kiss would be kind of... Uh, Gene Simmons well, he's probably the, disagree. Exactly. He's the lefty and Gene's the righty. Right. Don't tread on me. Ah, this he, cannot be disputed. You know Kiss goes out there with all this... Uh, he's like, the Rah-rah America yeah. shit yeah. a lot. Like, they even yeah. named a tour or something like, you know... America's got power. These, col- shit, these, right? colors, <laughs> these <laughs> colors don't run. Right. Well, uh, listen, these guys are racist. They're wearing white face out there. G.I. Joe. Paul Stanley continues saying, this can't be dis- disputed. Was this on stage in full makeup in his high voice? Or was <laughs> right. this just... In Memphis? Probably was home? in his living room. Regular, normal Paul Stanley? Yeah. Like, super... Uh, show pa- the picture again. He's show painting. Did he have a shirt on? Did you put that on our... Uh, he hasn't had a shirt on since 1978. You should photograph that and put it on the whatever it goes Iggy on. Iggy Pop still has no shirt on. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> I'm going to see Iggy Pop next week, by the yeah, way. Good for you. Where? I That's love a, Iggy. With some guy named yeah. Jim Jarmusch at the 92nd Street Y. Oh, God. Bring you playing together? at the Y? They're not no, playing. No, he lives there. Are you talking? Uh, no, I'm, well, I'm going to see him speak. It's a speaking it's engagement. A oh. jerk off. Yeah. <laughs> I it is. That's what it's going to be, but have fun. I yeah, yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah, I'm, I'm picturing him walking on the crowd. And you yeah, guys like for, yeah. like you a spoken punch word. Buggy uh, Jarmusch so at ATP. Every time you see him, you punch him in the arm. Uh, he's easy to spot with that shock of yeah. uh, gray hair. I got hit in the head and with Iggy's microphone. It's still That's an honor. I know. He was swinging it like a rodeo. He hit you in the head with a microphone? Yeah, I was standing right in front of him. I almost did that earlier. <laughs> and the Phillies tied up off of Edwin Diaz. I got oh. lust for him. No, we no, really? got rid of this. You cursed it. You cursed it. I told you to turn the TV off. You Ryan, you jinxed us. Yeah, Killed it's it. my fault that Holy Diaz shit, is a Jay. douchebag. Stanley continued, <clears throat> tell me what we are and our government are going to do. Prayers and sympathy are not enough. Well, what were you doing Stanley's in tweet <laughs> Stanley's tweet uh, naturally angered some Second Amendment defenders course, who told Kiss yeah. to quote stick to music. I'll never go to a Kiss concert again. Yeah. It's a good thing there's only one <laughs> left. Stanley retorted to his responders on Twitter and now said, "Not retort." I, in capital letters Reply here. All. <laughs> I don't know the answer, but I'm asking for everyone's thoughts and opinions. Oh no! Anyone who's a bad <laughs> opinion. Everyone. Anyone who thinks I should quote stay in my lane should leave now. That's what Billy was saying. Everyone should accountability. You should be able to have a discourse, not just say I'm right because. Is he friends with Paul Stanley? If you they should be friends. Power to you, Paul. I respect for Paul. For Paul Stanley, he continued by saying, "Doesn't he kind of like soft backpedal it? Be like everyone's opinion counts. No, like your opinion doesn't count. Then he'll give you a killer recipe for like gravy. Make sure that chicken is juicy. (laughs) You need three meats." Mr. Stanley continued. This is my house, and if you do have an opinion, why shouldn't I? In this case, you can say whatever you want. I hate this when they tell people, oh, because you play guitar, you can't have an opinion. It's, it's uh, everyone's country. He goes, I will leave it up to some of these dopey comments for your enjoyment. For him. Several other high-profile musicians called on lawmakers to take actions, including Matt Sweeney, Corey Taylor Billy of Slipknot, Nikki Six of Motley Crue, Sebastian Bach of Skid Row. And Dee Snyder of Twisted Sister. I was yeah. on the fence until Dee swayed me. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> the Slipknot guy has like a dildo mask yeah. on. You know what? It made sense until Corey told me. I think yeah, Billy's yeah. point was that if you there's freedom of speech, but if you're talking about something that doesn't have to do with equality as part of the equation, 
then your freedom is negated because you're really talking about something that doesn't have accountability to it. Right. I, that makes sense, hmm. actually. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's sense. what he was saying. On Sunday, President Donald Trump said that the you o- put your glasses on. <laughs> he did. He did. Bifocals. He's a genius. Third, third eye's wide open. On uh, Sunday, President. I do respect you, Mario, and your and your uh, brain and opinion. I do. If you. I can Whoa. see. I can see for miles and miles. <laughs> Stop looking Forest into my temp- temple. On Sunday, President Donald Trump said that the Odessa mass shooting quote really hasn't changed anything about how lawmakers should approach gun control. Yeah, they're not going to approach nothing, shit. Yeah. They're going to do it's nothing. Right. Fuck them. Yeah. Do nothing. If listen, if if. If he slaughtered a bunch of kids in a school and cut every cut little kids in half, if they didn't do anything, then yeah. it's a fucking wash. It's over. It sucks. Well, he said he could get away with one. You have a gun, Tommy, at your home in uh, yeah. upstate. I got two of them, and they're both BB guns. Oh, okay. BB gun. Just in case a bear comes along and you shoot it and it laughs at you. I actually did watch the Dave Chappelle new episode show recently. You haven't watched it. It's really good. And he talks about like why he needed a shotgun, and he. Gives a step by step instruction of how to load it between buckshot and birdshot. You guys know the difference between buckshot and birdshot? <laughs> yeah, birdshot like spreads out a lot more. Yes. Right? You yeah. eat a shot of like you, sc- it, you scatter it over a duck or something. Right. So he goes, you put in the you put them in the bullets in a certain order. So you put the buckshot in first, and then you the first one that goes out is the birdshot. So it scares somebody off, and then you hit I'm the a buckshot. Sucker for sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Anyway, so it's like buckshot, birdshot, buckshot, birdshot. Yeah, because all these people are out there so in the, the woods. Are you telling me this Netflix themselves. special is just a uh, an instructional YouTube video on how? Hey guys, <laughs> thanks for <laughs> tuning in. Would you show you how the difference between buckshot and birdshot I'm today? You know, I don't get my it. cousin Mel here. These people are in the country and they're worried about somebody coming in and they have to shoot them. Exactly. We live in New York City. We don't worry about <laughs> exactly. people shooting us. You know how many times I get updates on my phone? They're like thirty people stabbed to death in Greenpoint, and I don't. You know, like, who cares? Well, if I there was a good guy with a knife. There was 30 safe. people stabbed in Greenpoint? I get those updates like, on my phone like every hour. Oh, you use that app, that snitching Yeah, 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 Citizen, that man. Snitching app. Snitching, snitching, snitching app. app. All that app is for. It's like, ooh, snitching. I saw something. It's Talk a police you. scanner. Yeah, you're snitching. How do they get that info? Someone's like, hey, a cop, well, yeah. Hey, someone's out See something, say something. I'm still nosy. Go and see what's going on. Go home. I'll be up in Monroe and it'll be like 38 people run over. I saw an actual bomb today. Didn't do nothing. I sat right there next to it. And uh, I, yeah, I'm telling the pigs nothing. Exactly. Hey, what's that big? I don't know. Why don't you eat your job? You guys are so That's New York. You, I'll kick it. Thank you. Come on. I fucked fuck exactly. you too, man. This story's out of Australia. <clears throat> fuck that shit. Thou- rat, rat patrol with Greg, uh, whatever his name is, on the post. You know. Thousands of people are ro- roasting an Australian vegan who took to her neighbors yeah, to court. that is still good meat on that fucking <laughs> fish chicken. Uh, uh, <laughs> yes, she took her neighbors to court. Ryan inspired <laughs> Over the smell of meat and fish. Did I have a, yeah, have a show I take over? That is still good meat sure. on that oh, fucking I do that fish chicken. Oh, I do that one night. If I'm terrible, I'm sorry. Work I'll step away, but... Yes, the woman in Australia took her, the vegan, uh, took her neighbors to court over the smell of fish and meat from their barbecue. We're going to call the aquarium. <laughs> By planning a massive cookout inside of her home. Uh, it's C- a cook-in. Cecilia Carden <laughs> made headlines this week. After- oh, Cecilia. Nope. After her legal. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how we do it. Yeah. Close. Cecilia Garden took headlines this week after her legal beef, which is... <laughs> <laughs> I saw legal beef at CBG in 1983. I'm begging you, they please. Right, correct. In which she claimed the odors from her neighbor's so barbecue. Please, uh, welcome, uh, please welcome to the stage legal beef. <laughs> you made I'm me do that horse sound when I left. Oh, like, can we, can we believe we're opening up for fear. We, we finally made it. 
Fear and Legal Beef. Fear I bet that was a show. Come on. Can't we make believe I'm panel? Let's all sing a round of Cecilia. Okay. I'm ready. Sicilian. One, two, oh, Sicilian. Oh, no, no, no. Sicilian. No, stop it. I'm down on my knees. Wow, you got... Come on. You guys sing all the time. That was part of the first you, Billy Bragg. Did you get drunk or something? What happened to you? This break we had was really good. <laughs> <laughs> According to her legal beef... In which she claimed that the odor... Legal Beef is my favorite Frank Zappa song. <laughs> legal Beef. She, she Every claimed, time you want to buy some Legal Beef. Much like your neighbors, John, she claimed that the neighbors from the uh, smell of barbecue from next door had destroyed her quality of life. Right. Now, <laughs> close your window. tainted by snakes. <laughs> now, more than 3,000 people are planning to attend a cookout outside of her home. California's got the most of them. Legal Beef. And have been organized they a sure party. Do have a host of them. Here's an hour-long xylophone solo by the guy from Spyro Gyro <laughs> Legal Beef. <laughs> and have organized a party on Facebook. Oh, good, it's Chick Corea called Terry Bozia <laughs> Community Barbecue. Fuck that. Why does it hurt when I pee? The beef party organizers beef said party. <laughs> I'm voting for them next. <laughs> yes. time. Beef has my vote. <laughs> I think Billy Bragg said uh, Boris Johnson kicked everybody out of the beef fight. Boris the spy. Churchill's grandson. Bump, God damn it. Bump, bump. He beef. upended the whole beef party. Jay, that is still good meat on that fucking fish kid. I'm not lying. Beef. Fucking fish kid. Beef party's my favorite <laughs> Black Flag song. My favorite beef happening record. Look who's the beef beef happening. <laughs> I think you have a lot of hairdo beef drops in there, by the way. you got to take them out. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah right tons here. of them, I think. Oh, man. You guys don't know what I'm up against at this page. Uh, crumb crisp. You're doing it with the beer in your hand, too. I like yeah. it. You don't know what I'm up against. <laughs> you only know. <laughs> The beef. Oh, that's right, son of a bitch. <laughs> come on, ladies, come on, ladies. One pound fish. <laughs> um, the beef party head. Uh, <laughs> What's said, the beef chief? <laughs> yeah. What's the beef chief? Remember that? Yeah, yeah it's we in there. It was a we segment that, that we tried to do. We came that up with that in the drive-thru to, to uh, talk about. What's the beef chief? Oh, no, I, I'm on a hairdo page. Sorry. Uh, there's a beef page. I think. I usually take four NyQuil and jerk off, see if I can finish jerking off before it's over. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. The head of the beef department said, quote, well, That sounds fancy. <laughs> Don't let Cecilia destroy a good old Aussie tradition. I give four bucks for every hand job to the government. I'm begging you. Please. Join us for a community barbecue and help Miss Garden uh, get some pork on her fork, uh, according that, to the description. Well, something up off something the fork. Dr. You know what's that rock? Me in the oh. swine when I, I run with scissors. I keep my safe search off. <laughs> The barbecue is scheduled for October 19th, and vegans are not welcome, according to the beef operator. I know my boners. <laughs> there's a uh, big there's fan a of boners. Where's the beef song, by the way? I can't find What's that the beef shit. chief song? Do we have a search function in there? Just type in no, beef. Oh, I don't. <laughs> I just have to remember everything that ever beef? happened in seven years and try my, to find it. Was it's like, it was like, uh, what's the beef chief? Oh, what's the beef chief? It's. Cabana? No, yeah. Yeah. no, but John is saying, "What's the beef chief to Copacabana?" No, you, know, you guys did it to Aha's take on me. It's like, what's the no, a guy um, from uh, the band If I Had a Hi-Fi uh, made uh, "What's the Beef Chief" song. It's like oh, an right. electronica. Sorry, I don't mean number. to take away credit. Let's see if I can find. I don't know, but keep going, please. I don't anyway, um, that's when our fans used to do. I think stuff we abandoned "What's the Beef Chief" and they threw it out. Miss Carden's legal beef battle with her neighbors began last year. Her, her complaint was tossed out of court earlier this year. And How she, are they going to settle <laughs> this? <laughs> she filed an appeal. The appeal was also rejected in July, but she has vowed to keep fighting. 
According to witnesses on the scene, they said, that's the news. Oh, that's the hill I want to be on. Where's the beef? I thought you were going to Where's the going. beef? Mario's doing where's the beef joke. <laughs> I swear to God, I should just have my grandfather on the show. I'm going to dig, dig him up and reanimate him with some My like, brother squid juice. had a hardcore band it was called the Grand Poobahs, and one of their songs was Where's the Beef? And Joe Joe Wah, Joe what? Sanchez was the lead vocalist on that. Well, I don't, that. Yeah, man, that's crazy. <laughs> Joe Wah. Where's the beef? Where's the beef? Where's like the effing beef? I think I have a little. <laughs> yeah, I can't wow. find the what's where. It was like good job, this? Tommy. What's Thank you beef? guys. Good job, Tommy. Thank you. I tried. I tried. You did a good job. Well, no alligators this time, but they'll be back soon. That was fun. Well, well, you need to take a time out. Come on the news for two seconds. The news with Tommy Rockstar. Yeah. For up to the minute, late breaking nationwide news coverage, turn on your TV. To listen to a bunch of drunken buffoons goof on shit, listen to Live from the Barrage every Friday at 8 p.m. on livestream.com. Great things going on here. Oh no, that's right. What's the beef chief was different? It was hairdo's fail of the Told week. Told you that. Is, yeah, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I don't remember this. This guy's good. I don't have what's the beef chief, apparently. Chief and beef hounds? Yeah, ham and cheese sauce? Yeah, I got nothing. What, you got? Uh. what is it? I have a jukebox over here? <laughs> Just testing. Uh, it's something like Jackie Mace. Did, you did isolate Billy Briggs' uh, goes this way. promo, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> Billy's promo. Go that way. Go that way. Go that way. Go that way. Go that What do you want from me? Jack, is he doing Jackie Mason? His whole Mason act is no joke. He said I sound like it. I love Jackie. You didn't Mason. know I had a Jackie Mason in front of you. <laughs> You're very talented. There's Mario. He's over here. He's over there. There's Mario. He comes in. Or the cabinet. Headphones. Try to pull. Do Gilbert. I didn't realize this, that terrible Jackie Mason press was <laughs> such a big hit. Do Gilbert. No, I can't. I guess it hurt my voice. That takes a lot of strain, dude. He's <laughs> <laughs> over here. Over here. I'm over here. I'm over here. I'm over here now. <laughs> Mr. Mason, uh, this is a Wendy's. <laughs> I think Ryan's waiting for his intro. <laughs> no way he's getting I'm there. trying to think how to jump into this Jackie Mason. You guys Mason are trying to make me find shit. I don't know Jackie Mason. I don't know. It's kind of like Mike Francesa, but Jewish. <laughs> Mike and Yankees, you want to eat? <laughs> See? I never said that. I never said. What happened to the Mets? They're still Tie playing. Game. Tie game. We're losing this game. It's over. We were winning 4-2 to two in the ninth inning. Top of the 15th right now. You guys want to bet on it right no, they're now? They're going to win. Sure, yeah, uh, I'll go $5 on uh, then we lose. I bet you're $5 at the win. Anybody want to take my action? I got your action. No, I'm only going with one They're going to win. They're going to win. All right, I'll go five with Ryan and five with Pete. It's going to be very unceremonious. just fouled out. Listen, I have tickets to this game. Let's just end the show. Go over there and get our free T-shirts. Is that a squeeze button? I lost 40... 
Forty-eight dollars tonight. Oh, the seatbelt ticket. No, no, the Met tickets. I had four tickets to this game. You couldn't get rid of. They didn't sell. Saturday and Sunday sell. Friday did not. Really? I figured this would be you get uh, uh, even money for this. Just drop in single. All right. Damn it! I'm gonna see. That's what I have to do is bet ten dollars on every Mets game because I'm such a mush. Then we win. I don't have money on Total the, just in case I lose by the end. You're right, Pete. I know. I Can somebody lend me five bucks just in case I lose this bet? Sure, I'll lend you five dollars. You I'll owe me hundred and thirty-five dollars, <laughs> sir. Right. You owe me money. Pay up. Who? I'm a Sicilian. Me? No, I do. Ryan. Oh, thank God. I what time it is me. it? It's time for you to pay me. <laughs> the Titanic rental we had last weekend. Every week, <laughs> Ryan comes up with a game for us. We don't know what it's going to be. <laughs> And it's called the Ryan Game. Yeah. Thanks for playing Thanks another for playing. edition of the Ryan Game. And now, from a barrage in Queens, New York, it's time to play the Ryan Game. This is a write-down game. Where we way. expose these pen. smart asses for the right, dumbasses Paul Stanley's they face. really are. Here's your host, You're Ryan Yeah. Let's Ryan move Paul. on with the game. Yeah. Everybody looks like they're ready. Wow. These guys are getting good at this. I think you should show up with, like, paper for us. No, fuck that. Come on. I'm ready to write. And I'm keeping score. And uh, play along at home, please. This is the Ryan game. It's a trivia game. I like write-down games. But watch out, chat box. Uh, You might have to cover up the chat box. Chat box gets to collect the point. I will cover up the chat box so I do not see. We're not going to find out the answers till the very end. Yeah, I never look at it when we're playing anyway, but just for... uh, yeah, you never know. You, you I have put a piece of paper over the chat box. Last week you were a game. Peter, style. I'm going to build a wall around you. No, you listen. You got me mad, and I just blitzkrieged your whole town. Went Ryan, went. yeah. Should we number our pa- papers one to uh, nine? To nine, <laughs> nine of us. <laughs> Welcome no, back to school, everybody. Yeah. We'll figure it out as okay. we go. Oh my God! There's You're a million right. kids on the train. Oh, so annoying. Uh, Worst. Uh, Back to school. Yeah, and they'll drop out by Halloween. I just, <laughs> just like five kids boy. in my way. I stuffed them in that bag with the bomb. <laughs> Get out of here. Out of here. You bother me. What do you got, bro? Pipe down. What's the game, Ryan? It's uh, a music trivia game. Just as uh, simple as that. Rock and roll trivia. What is, I don't know. Mario loses. Something I, like that. I don't know music. It's rock and roll trivia. Yeah, rock and roll trivia. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Mario just explained through the entire show his the evolution of music. And uh, what he went through and how he went through, you know, different stages. And he's got the, all the things written down, the concerts. And he's like, I don't know anything about music. Yeah. No, I don't. I well, we'll see. No I memory mean, of it. That's why I wrote it You down. have to use your third eye, man. Pretend I, it's art. How about you Why switch? don't we have an art game once in a while? We'll switch it to your left brain. You did. We did. You lost. It was like Basquiat. Four. <laughs> you lost. So uh, I you have to bring that up. I'm keeping this in the mainstream mostly. All right. So we have to write down the title. Um, everyone take an hour and draw a still are- life. Turtle. Yeah, bands mostly in the mainstream, but um, sounds good. Some of these are pretty hard. <laughs> any limp biscuit? Are you gonna? What are you uh, playing? Songs or a series of songs? I'm not gonna play any music. Let I'm gonna ask it. a question, and you write down the answer. Like number one, okay. number two. I'm gonna label yeah. my page. Right. right. All right. So this is like the, you play a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. right. Everybody's gonna write. I'm down. good at this. Let's do it. No, he's not playing anything. He's asking questions. What do you want? The song? Question number one. <clears throat> Name four Beatles songs with a woman's name in the title. Ooh. A specific woman's name. What if you can't do four? You're done. You better come up with four. <laughs> There's only one point in this round. You have to get all four. 
Four gets you one. Name four Beatles songs with a woman's proper name in the title of Done. the track. Easy. I think this was pretty easy, too. I think I know a lot about the Beatles. I don't know. All right, question number two. You done? Yeah, sure. Uh, All right. I only got three. Yeah, I need I one it. more. I only got three. Take ten more seconds. Ten more seconds. Go back. Seconds. Go back. Question number two. We'll do a review at the end, okay? You have to think yeah. about multiple things. It's I'll hard. go through all the questions one more time at the end. Yeah. Question number two. Name two members of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame who have also won an Oscar for Best oh. Song. Oh, God. Oh, come on, dude. You could do it. Think about it. <laughs> Angry. Come on. You dude. got this. Think about Think movies. About Give me this death stare. Think about movies. I could probably name about five. Wasn't you have to be in the Rock and Roll of Fame and have an Oscar? Right. Yeah. For best song. In one specific case, I'll take best score. All right. I'll, I'll but take, only that I got, one case. I got, I got two. Go ahead. All right. What do you need? Like five more seconds? Room. Yeah. Good? Two okay. and only two? Yeah. You, if you write down three, you have to go with two. Uh. You know what? Just if you two. can come up with three, I'll give you an extra point. No, but I mean, like, if you're that's, wrong that's, about two, one of them, you right. have to pick the two uh, you want to be right. The first two have to got be it. right. Okay. you got to fill in silence by entertaining the audience, right? Okay. No, I am. All right. Sorry, on. everybody. What's the third one? <laughs> <laughs> Number three. Three. Wow. Say Goodbye to Hollywood was written in tribute to which singer? Here's a bonus point for that one. The person who it was written for recorded it as his thank you. What band did she record it with? Which backing band did she record it with? Famous backing band. I just gave you a big hint, too. I think, I, I, think I might hit that one. On this, yeah. yeah. Five, four, three, two, one. All right. Let's do it. There's more? Oh, yeah. I got a few more oh, questions. Oh, yeah. There's more. That was only number three. Question number four. Rip It Up went to number one R&B and number 17 U.S. in 1957 for what singer? Rip It Up went to number one R&B. Paul Stanley. And number 17, U.S., in 1957, for what singer? Nailed it. What keeps going off? Whose phone keeps getting text? Take it off the freaking desk or something. I got my or, ribbon. It's called my a bar, dude. All oh, right, the bar. We're not live at the desk garage. Oh, man. I'm a little drunk, I have to admit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we're here. We can tell. Join the club. You're doing good. Don't worry. Question number five. Brian's like walking out of a bad trip. Who is the only surviving member of the Bee Gees? Ringo. Not brother. Donnie. Thank <laughs> Steve. Man. Who's the only surviving member of the Bee Gees? Larry Gibbs. <laughs> <laughs> Shemp. Hey. Is it Shemp? Shemp. Or, hey, you're on. Is it Kojak? Get off them rafters. <laughs> Get off that disco ball. 
<laughs> number six. Six? Christ. On a 1985 oh, yeah. tour, the Beastie Boys were the opening act for whom? Dude. Got it. Got it. 1985 tour. The Beastie Boys were the opening act for whom? Squeeze Gang Rap Attack. That's right. Who is Houdini? Run DMC. Starsky. The Disco Fall. Question number seven. Name a track on Pink Floyd's Animals named specifically for an animal. I'm going to say something I won't. Tommy's wearing his Pink Floyd shirt this evening. For that's my yeah, where'd you get that division a decade and a half later? <laughs> Knockoff T-shirt, but I did see them on this tour. Did you get that I have Kmart that, or something. I have that same shirt. It yeah. looks like purposely distressed. Yeah, it is. You Mine bought is, that? Like, yeah. it's a good idea. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, Tommy, yeah. only because like, I saw them on this tour, I have the right to wear it. So. Oh, okay. I was at Costco and I saw ACDC distressed shirts, and I said, "I'm going to buy." I it saw ACDC Tommy. at Costco. Yeah, I was on methamphetamine. I gave him a B plus. Question number eight. All right, correct. What's yes, eight, eight. eight. Yes. Correct. Question number Double eight. Double X. Uh, this is a five-point question. Ooh. Whoa. If you could get this, you get five points. This is a really hard question. Asterisk nest to this. Many record collectors look for a series of records, series of discs, known as the Berkeley EPs. They were, it was, they were psychedelic uh, performances in the 60s. Name one band. Name one band that was uh, a band of these series of four discs, four LPs. I'm sorry, EPs. I have to pee so bad. I forgot to pee. Go pee. Is there how many more questions? Oh, <laughs> uh, I got a few. Let's still. do a few. All right. All right. Why did you go pee? And we'll go talk about something. We'll talk Come about on. the airplane. It's not that far. It's not that far. I can Maybe hang like in there. four or five questions. I can That's hang in there. It. Four or five questions. You go can for do? it. Yes. Okay, I'll be a little quicker then. Name one of the members of... It's my fault. I didn't time it. On the Rolling Stones Rock and Roll Circus, name one of the members of the Dirty Mac. You know pretty much everybody in the band. I'll tell you right now. That's the hint. I think I understand what's happening. I'm going to take a stab at it. That was the dumbest... uh, thing I've ever seen, by the way. That was the greatest. Awesome. That was awesome. Just got kind of that was the best Tull performance ever. <laughs> that was the best Tull performance, no doubt. Yeah. You know what sucks? The best time. I just ordered the psychedelic shit. I just Richard. ordered it on DVD, and it came in the mail yesterday, and I haven't yeah. got a chance to watch it yet. Are they, try, they trying, trying to... Trying to uh, it's real goofy, but it's it. cool. Yeah. It's I have it on Super 8. Madness. That's great. <laughs> it's dope. I was there. I gave it a seat. Question number nine. No, number ten. Number ten. What band... <laughs> what band featured the rhythm uh, section of twin brothers John and Chuck Bonham Panozzo oh Panozzo Panozzo I don't know how to pronounce it what band featured the rhythm section of mm. twin brothers John and Chuck Panozzo those guys were locked in Panazzo. imagine in the pocket twins something together like that. Question number Why 11. I hear something playing in the background. I'm running out of room here. Come on, how many we got? 11? Question number 11. I got three more. Cool. Wow, 14 questions. What American band originally went by the names the Blue Velvets and also for a time the Gollywogs? What American <laughs> band? Hey, can we get an era? Hey, era? Well, American band, sure, like late 60s, early, you know, through Gollywogs. the 70s. 
classic rock. Say, you know, Say it again. <laughs> the, the names. Giant. What American band originally went by the names? What American band went by the names? The Blue Velvets. What's playing? And the Gollywogs. Yes. Turn that music Shut off, please, Mario. I know it's you, Mario. I don't have anything. I have nothing. I know it's you. Hold on. Be quiet. Nothing. What is that? See, some what kind of uh, radio interference. Your neighbors. Yeah. They're doing sex. They're doing the sex. Yeah, it's romantic. <laughs> I think it's me. Question. I know it's you. <laughs> take, take your phone. Put it up your ass. This is the penultimate. Put it in your pocket. Ruining my show. This is the penultimate question. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's only 12? Who is the only constant member, start to finish, of Black Sabbath? Ooh. 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 Oh, okay. Ooh, fuck. What was the oh, question 11? Question, I missed sorry. that one when I was yelling at Mario. Uh, what American band was originally, uh, went by the names the Blue Velvets okay, and the Gollywogs? Yeah, yeah, what was the last 12? I was uh, who, was the, who was the only constant member, start to finish, of Black Sabbath? Is that the last question? No. One I got one it's more. It's question. Penultimate. <laughs> I thought that's what that meant. No, I mean no, second, second to last. Time. You, I thought you listened to the first five shows. I thought you graduated <laughs> high school. Uh, I did not do that. No, I, I didn't hear that word until we did it on the show. I don't know. Go okay, ahead. last one. Uh, what 1980s song starts with the lyrics, I hear the drums echoing tonight? What 1980s classic? Got to rub it in. Starts with the lyrics, I hear the drums echoing tonight. A terrible lyric to start with. This is question 13. 13, okay, cool. That was the last one. Cool. Was that I, I, vote, I vote that we let John go pee and we reveal the answers when he comes back. What was that? It was 13. What 13. Was the question? You want to take a break and then we'll come back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm dying here. 30, 30 seconds. Okay, let's so. take a break. What was the number? What was 14? There is, there is no 14. There is no 14. Oh, what was 13? Uh, well, the lyrics Jeez. of the song. I hear the drums. Echoing tonight. Oh, the Mets oh, one. The Mets got, one. I told you, yeah. give me money. Oh, give me money. Alonzo, yeah. I got that. Alonzo has a shirt off. Nuts, you owe me. Oh. You the walk off. Yeah. They're gonna make the playoffs because he's got his shirt off. Yeah. There you go. Walk off yeah. RBI. You owe me, if, if, if you hit a walk off. Had the Cubs do You're today. getting your shirt ripped off. Did the Cubs win? Look, it's, Cano says, let's put a, a ta- his shirt jersey Wait, back. Wait, Cano's on the fucking Mets now? Yeah. Yes, bro. God. This is the first year he's on the Mets. He was out for a little while with the. Mm. I was the game we hit three home runs at three at Hamstring. Bats. Wait, oh. isn't he the guy who rips everybody? Cubs shot? lost too, man. Oh, good. Yeah. And we're four games. John, four behind. one good. song break. All right, all right. Hit uh, play. I'm just we trying to figure out this. number thirteen. I got nothing. Uh, I'm gonna have to leave that one blank. Let's and uh, uh, let's take it? a let's take a little break here. And uh, well, I'm gonna go through all the questions one more time yeah. after the break. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. And after the uh, break, we will do that. And then I'll be read them quickly, and then one song break. We'll be back in a.
that to a little uh, ACDC coming at you. We're still on the job, honey. Here live from the garage. We're in the midst of the Ryan game. We took a little break, so uh, so you could pee. That's correct. Hey, exactly. does anybody want to go see it too after the show tonight? Where we'll go to Bay Terrace. I never saw it one. Oh, I never did. What with yeah. um the with uh, Tim Curry? No, that's uh, that's Rocky Horror. No, <laughs> no, Tim <laughs> Curry. Was, Tim Curry was also the clown in the it. Like yes, the, you're right. Was that he? was a TV, that was the miniseries on ABC back oh, in the early nineties. Oh. Was there a new it Last, like in the past couple two years? Two years ago, maybe. Yeah, they made. Uh, and they, they made it a two-parter, and it was actually I was really into it. I don't know. I like scary shit like that. Yeah. It. This Stephen King guy, he's going please. He's a writer. Yeah. I tell he's you, real he's up in Maine there, he's pe- pecking away. Right. So I'll, I'll give everybody a chance. <laughs> every question to uh, write down or rewrite or change their answer. It's Stephen King writing it too. And then I'll read them out. Then we'll read out the answers, and I'll. I'll let you know. Who's All right. Wrong. By All the right. way, the chat box, I, I've uncovered it now, and there are some. Uh, they did pretty good. I took a look at what guesses. they did. Yeah. yeah. So we'll also go along with some of those. I'm impressed by everybody. Yeah. I mean, the the, the Beatles uh, woman one. I mean, woman um, name one. Yeah. What'd you get, John? No, I, I'm just saying Kyle's got like all four he, answers he different right. than me. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. I, I came okay. up with a lot of different ones too. I got maybe one of those. All right, I, I have. Okay. All right, what do so you want to do? Go ahead, read yeah, yours, start. John. All right. So the question was, name four name Beatles, Beatles songs. songs with the four Beatles songs. The proper name, right? Woman's, of a woman. A uh, woman's proper name in the title. Uh, no, it wasn't woman. It just happens to be the same. What are they? You know, they don't sing about guys too much. So I'm thinking that's just a, Rocky right. Raccoon. Yeah, that's that's. A, I, I don't know. That's about in a those, woman. In these cases, they were specifically. <laughs> Here's what I got. Right. Here's yeah, four Beatles. Are you ready? Here we go. We hit you with four Beatles songs. Here I got Rita. Yeah. I got Madonna. Oh, Madonna. Yeah. Lady Madonna. <laughs> it's a proper name, no? Yeah. Yeah. I got Sadie. Yeah, sexy Sadie. And I got Eleanor's. Eleanor's. I got them. Nice. Tommy. <laughs> you got a point, John. I got uh, Eleanor Rigby. Right. Dear Prudence. Okay. Hey, Judy. You're out. Oh, it's Judy. Hey, Judy. Are you serious? And Harriet Tubman. I have the lovely I have the, yeah. the lovely and the beautiful <laughs> Dear Prudence. Yeah. Wait a second. Were you serious about Hey, Judy? Or? No, he's out. That's all I got. Oh, so you're out if you get one wrong. I got it. Okay. All right. What do you my got? Good Unless friend, you got the most My good right. friend Penny Lane. Ah, right. shit. That's not a person. My mother-in-law. It's a street. Penny, Penny is. It's a street. Penny. Fucking hump. Oh, really? Ruling, ruling. I'd give him that. She's in my thoughts. Oh, that's brain. the worst song. Yeah, he's going to polish your fire in, engine. Yeah, my mother-in-law, in, Julia. Oh, what a pain in the ass. Oh, oh I, I forgot about Julia. Fuck. And Eleanor Rigby. So I sing the song. That's right. He's good. You got a point. What's the fourth one? Eleanor Rigby. What was the third one? I have. What was the second one? Penny Lane. What was the first one? 
Dear Prudence. Yeah. <laughs> I have somebody who hasn't been there. Going backwards. LSD. It says, I buried Paul. If you say the answers backwards, it reads, I buried Paul. I buried Paul. Sexy Sadie, Eleanor Rigby, and Michelle, my best. Wow. What's the fourth? I got four. Lucy and this guy with diamonds. You're just lying. Look at his paper. He's no, lying. It's chicken scratch, but he's got four. I've uh, seen you it. guys can tell I don't listen to many Beatles. Enjoy that free pass. Everybody moves Beatles, on. So. Chatbox got it, right? Except Tommy. Tommy gets no points. I got half else. a point. Nothing. Nothing, Tommy. Name two members of the Rock and Roll <clears throat> Hall of Fame who won an Oscar for Best Song. Tommy, you start off. I will say Elton John. Yes. And Randy Newman. Ultron. Ooh. Randy Newman's not in the rock. That's a good guess. You want a bat? Great one. Right, I can look I'll look it up. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. All right. We'll come I'll back be to in that. the rock roll all the fame. I had El- Elton John mm-hmm. and Madonna. Madonna. Did not win an Oscar. For Desperately Seeking Suits. Avita. Nope. She was nominated for... Uh, no, she was never... She was never even nominated. I think I'm wrong. Can I say Elton John? She won John? a Golden Globe. No. <laughs> Don't cry for me, Argentina. Did you write I'm it down? No. Okay, what'd You're you write? Right. I wrote Richie Valens and Buddy Holly. <laughs> 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 Didn't they have like the La Bamba and the Buddy Holly story? Didn't they get Oscars? Still no. alive today. Does that, Do you, I can't did you ever see the end of La Bamba? Though Randy Newman doesn't evoke the image of a traditional rocker, uh, he got his due from the rock world last night with his induction to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2013. Come on. How's that guy okay. rocking? So what did you say? You said Randy Newman and Elton John? Elton John. Okay, John. I have, let's see here. I got a, what, what question was this? Three? Two. Oh, I got Bruce Springsteen? Right. All right. And good one. I got two. I got to pick one. Oh, man. I got to, see, I, this is weird. Oh, get, you, this is like pineapple, right? Yeah, I got to throw one away. Yeah, <laughs> I got three cards. I, I'm, I'm not gonna. Away. I'm not gonna. If you can't come up with another, the, I, I wrote the, the Who and Nine Inch Nails. I think I'm wrong on both. <laughs> both wrong. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right, it's a tie game. That yeah. was Randy Newman in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and Nine Inch Nails isn't. This is close. I yeah. one, did he won an Oscar. <laughs> he won oh, an did Oscar. Chatbox get it? Chatbox. Road Town Road. Chatbox check. Chatbox check. Uh, oh, first of all, Kyle, Julia, Michelle, lovely Rita, Polythene, Pam, excellent guest there. Google Question two. Some of the other ones you missed were uh, Isaac Hayes. Mm. Brian, the rock Brian Adams. Easy, for yeah. writing one song, apparently. And Shaft. Shaft. Yes. Uh, what did you say? Brian Adams? Uh, Chad Schutz says Brian Adams. Barry, La- no. Barry Larry. I don't know which questions he's at. Run DMC Dolphin. No. I would have took, I would've took, uh, Mike Fr- I would've took Prince. <laughs> he won best score, oh, but not. Uh, good one. And, uh, what did he score? His own movies, right? Bob Dylan. What about that Buddy Holly? Gary Busey did a great job. What Bob, did Bob get the Oscar for? Uh, Wonder Boys. Oh, I don't remember that. was a good uh, Michael Douglas movie. Ooh, the, Question, like number yeah, Question number like three. Question number three. It's like snowy in that movie. <laughs> it is. It's snowy. It's like, uh, Here come the Wonder Boys. New Hampshire. Hold on, I'm looking up uh, Randy Newman Oscar, by the way. Fuck Randy Newman. Yeah, he won. He won, ACDs, he won two. CCRs. Cool. All right, Tommy, good for you on that one. Thank you. Uh, Stuck to your guns. Say, say goodbye to Hollywood was written in tribute of which singer? See, I can't believe Billy Joel wrote a song that's not about himself. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Which which way answer on this one? Me? Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, or well, Pete first. Yeah, Pete. I, Pete. I, oh, okay. oh, I had Rita Hayworth. Mario. Mm. I have Diana Ross in the Supremes. John. <laughs> yes, I have Janis Joplin, Big Brother, and Holding Up. <laughs> I had Marilyn Monroe and struck it out and put Janis Joplin. Uh, no. Did you? 
See, I thought our answer was good. Pete yeah. laughed out loud. How about the chat box? Oh, mine was awful. What do we got in the chat box? Nothing. No one's listening. <laughs> <laughs> Sir. Yes. Hey, are you interested in the answer? They stopped after the Beatle question. ZZO. Oh. Uh, the, the answer, answer is uh, Ronnie Spector. Ah. Uh, uh, and when she. Ronettes. And she recorded the song. With the E Street band. I was going to say Muscle Shoals band. No okay. points for anyone. No one's mm. Next. Uh, rip it nah. up. Number one, uh, R&B. Yeah. Nothing. That would be Little Richard, sir. That's right. That's what I wrote. Yes, I have Little Richard as well. Me too. Damn it. Why am I so dumb? Mm. Oh, so p- three points. Chatbox has Little Richard somewhere? I Who's, no. Who's the only surviving member of the Bee Gees? I wrote Barry. I wrote Andy. Barry. I just knew Barry. I just forgot. Barry's that. the right answer. Yeah. Andy was not in the Bee Gees. Andy's the first to go, I think. Oh, Andy. Was, <laughs> Andy was, was not in the Bee Gees? He had his own thing going he was on. A roadie. He was younger. Tommy Rockstar and Mario Andy are tied for the lead. First one in the But I got two out. points, man. And I, we have three. I'm right. in. I got it. I'm in. You have two, so yeah. don't get excited. Right, Coming after you. Next one is either a you know it or you don't. Uh, 1985 tour, the Beastie Boys opened for who? Madonna. Madonna. Damn it. I said run DMC. I thought it was a trick question. And somebody in chat box did, too. I, I could lie and say Madonna, but I wrote run DMC. But so who got Madonna? It's, it's John me. and Tom. Tom, you're in Madonna the lead. Madonna is the easiest one of all time. Leader, Tommy. Okay. Uh, name Shot it. her with water guns. There's three tracks on animals that uh, are named after an animal. Tommy, you go first. I wrote dogs. Ha-ha! I think that is one. What did you guys write? I wrote pigs. Pigs. I have pigs and I also have sheep. You only need one. I'll Pick say one. Pigs, pigs. Oh, Sherrod, you are. I know that album. I was at that concert. No, it's one. Just okay. one. Just one. Yeah. I should have said you keep It's going. the one flood. Uh, now, should I give you pigs? Because the name of the song is "Pigs on the Wing." Pigs on the Wing. Oh, yeah. It's up to the other two guys. Right? Uh, I say yes. Give them the yeah. point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who wrote "Sheep"? Hello. I give Mario. Yeah, I'm yeah, giving Mario two points. Anybody in there? Is dogs right? Dogs is correct. Nice. Pete, you got it too. That yes, is the right. name of the song too. Right. Wow. Me it's a snappy Tommy number. Are, that's a, me that's and a real Tommy are uplifting. Tied. John is one behind. John, I got America got a point. That's good. That's not. That's the only Pink Floyd album that's probably the five point question. Got to drop. Anybody answer this one? I went with Mamas and the Papas. Jefferson Airplane. Jefferson fucking Airplane. Not that. That's what I got. Psychedelic Solution. No, it was. It's it's crazy. It's the most famous one out of them all. The strawberry Alarm Clock. It's who? Good guess. No, though. that's a good guess, John. Uh, the Raspberry Alarm jo- Clock. Country the Joe, Joe and, and the Fish. fish. Ah. Give me an F. Hey, why don't you go out there and spell fuck? All right. I've got to look me. up the... I just lost country the Joe answer. Rules. I'll come back that's to it. That's all right. You just gave us one. That's fine. Um, name one member of the Dirty Mac. Keith Moon. I wrote Brian Jones. I had Roger Daltrey's. I put in Mick Jagger. Nobody got that wow. one. Listen, we both wow, went. I see that so many we times. both went Stones Who around the board because <laughs> that's all you remember. Was yeah. Anderson in it? That's all you remember. No, because they were the Shit. best. Yeah. No, it? it was John. Le- it was John, John, John Lennon, Yoko Ono. Oh uh, yeah, they did. Um, yeah. Eric Claptron. Craptron. Uh, Keith Richards. Holy uh, shit. Ma- imagine the cocaine. Was, I and fucking Mitch, Mitch, Mitch Mitchell on Mitch, drums. Right, yes, no, they Keith did Richards. your blues. Right, that's exactly right. And uh, Ivory uh, Gitlis is oh, the, blues. Was the violin A lot of Ivory. Yeah. Number 10. Nobody gets that. Wow. Nobody gets that one. Yeah. stalemate. Number eight. Five, either. five, four, three. Uh, I have right. 
Uh, you do. The band that features uh, twin brothers uh, John and uh, Chuck. Uh, I wrote <laughs> Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons. No. Chicago. I had Brooklyn Bridge. I think Mario's Ooh. the closest. It's Sticks. Oh, I used to play with Sticks. <laughs> I know that's not my scene. No girl. No one gets a point. I'm never getting married. Oh, it's the best. Convert the bachelor. It's the worst I could have. <laughs> what a dumb song. Oh, Cecilia. Begging you, please. Ogre. That's Andy Animal's, that's Andy Animal's favorite song, by the way, John. It's horrible. By the way, at that last time we interviewed Billy, John played, John played a clip of, of everybody singing, all, uh, like a sound clip of all the songs you guys sing. I don't see him. You guys are. Yeah. It was hilarious. Yeah, you played like eight, uh, ten in a row of you guys. That Johnny Maestro in the Brooklyn Bridge song opens up with, "Girl, I heard you're getting married." I thought that was. The he drama. should just like leave it at that, and then he goes, Bitch. "I will never get married." She's like, "I'm already getting married, stupid." <laughs> like, why do you? I don't need to hear no, the speech. Stupid. Now you're gonna say you're never getting married? That song? It's not your scene. All right, whatever. Question number eleven. I'm already getting married. You're not invited. It's, you're out, Johnny. It's pretty powerful. It's over, Johnny. It's over. Nothing over. is over. I mean, that's a pretty fucking By des- the way, desperate statement I right there. I would never get married. Did you ever okay. read Rambo? It's a good book. He's yeah. singing outside the reception. The book is great. Bro. I used to watch reading Rambo uh, <laughs> on the PPS. If someone has something, say, <laughs> for, forever hold your peace. Oh, girl. Sit down, sir, please. <laughs> I just want a cheeseburger. Andy loves that song. Uh, what American band originally went by the names the Blue Velvet or the Gollywogs? I wrote down R.E.M. Velvet Underground. I wrote Three Dog Night. It's the only American I band I could think of. I had Aerosmith. Three Dog Night. Oh, my Tell God. me I'm right. Chatbox, kid, you did get this one right, Chad Chooch. What about me? GCR. Box. He's all What'd you get, Mario? What did you say? Velvet Underground. You're out of here, pal. Damn it. You're out of here. <laughs> Creedence Clearwater oh, Revival. Uh, Fuck them. Heroin. Really? You don't like Chatbox. And when no. I turn, Mario's wow. mic down. Never met him. How did he feel just like a clown? Mark Who's Nafna. the only constant member? John? Tony Iommi. Yeah, that's Tony. what I wrote, Tony. Tony Iommi. Tony. Oh, we all that's get a right. point. Everybody gets a point. Push. Well, then, me Mario and Tommy are still too? tied. I, you want to see it? I got it. No, I believe you. I got nothing but 30. Right. Uh, uh, what 1980s song starts with the lyrics, I hear the drums echoing tonight? Oh, girl. I, wrote, I hear the drums, drums echoing tonight. tonight. I wrote In the Air Tonight by Phil Collins. You know, that's what was in my head, but yeah. I knew it was wrong. I know it's wrong. I had that's Toto I by had. Africa. I had the Phil Collins song. Toto? Or Africa by Toto. Nobody gets it. It's right. like, hold on. But wait. Somebody gets it. What? Somebody, what? somebody finally gets what? it. What? What? Uh, that would be Pete. He Thank got it with wow. Holy oh, fucking to, shit. Wait. Toto. What is the line? Pete? Yeah, I got that one. And it's extra points. I think Pete too. just won the game. Yeah. I hear the echoes of drums. It's a five-point question, and I left it blank. <laughs> no, it's a one-point question. You listen to low it was five hey, points. No. no. Oh, yeah, the catches. We have a two. No, it was Country Joe and the Fish. Mario, what do you got? Nobody got we the have point. two-way tie for first and a two-way tie for second. We need a tiebreaker. I got me and Tommy tied for first, and Bullshit. John and, and Peter Pete one behind us. Wow. Five, yeah. five, six, six. Would it take what all six do you have? Please list them, Mario, because you sneak one okay, in like you stood four, on first base and kickball. The I four believe Beatles, right? <laughs> Little Richard. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the four Beatles. Barry Gibbs. Gibbs. <laughs> Pigs. Yeah. You didn't get... 
Iomi. That's three. And Tony Iomi. That's four. No, no. One. The, the two, Pink Floyd song? Three, four. The you got the Beatles. What about number two? I got a bonus. What bonus? Oh, he did get a bonus. What bonus? John, Ryan That's gave him right. a bonus. He got a bonus. For what? I had five plus one. He, he came up with sheep. Yes, oh, I so did. So I said sheep, too. He can't come up with two. He I didn't come up with sheep. I said sheep. You, you said to write down one thing, not two. What did you, you wrote down sheep? No, but I said it out loud. You said, you said pigs. Yes. Yeah. Right. So did Mario. Yeah, sheep. Did. He had sheep. sheep written down. He said pigs. But I wrote down sheep. He can't have two no. points for one yeah. answer. I gave him the point for uniqueness based upon my opinion. He well, picked, he picked two answers. You can't argue with the game master. It has nothing to do with the answers. Then, then you should have said. Has to do with the You should have said write down as many. Oh, but I said I, I have these. sheep and pigs and but you I, said pick no, one. you didn't. But we, I do these things from yes. time to time. Yes, but. <laughs> We, I am in the lead with Tommy. Give us a time. I knew you stood place. on first base and got an extra point out of nowhere. I <laughs> fucking knew it. Listen, Mario always finds it's a way. It's horse shit. I would have wrote down every animal. Bullshit. Animal. All right, I'll take yeah. myself out of the running. Tommy, you are the winner. What? Oh, wait a second. I'll That's a word. tiebreaker? It's a turn no, of events. No. Tiebreaker, go ahead. No, I'll, I'll, be, gotta come up with I'll a be altruistic. I'll be oh, altruistic. Oh, yeah. Altruistic? You don't have to be. You got, you got the... You said you accused me of cheating. <laughs> give me a, give what me. Are you, you, go to, you go to Jeopardy and Final Jeopardy, write down here. every answer. I could drink elsewhere. All right, come on. Let's go. Let's <laughs> have the tiebreaker between head Mario and yeah. Tommy Rockstar. Okay. Let's do it. Okay. Drum roll. Talking Looking up my question right now. Mm-hmm. It's on Woodstock. Mm. The concert. Oh, I say God. whoever. I was there. Bullshit. <laughs> Scalping tickets. I gave it a C plus. Selling turkey legs. Brown acid. I was on brown acid. I gave it a D minus. <laughs> who was who was the first to perform at Woodstock? Oh, it's a layup, you old bastard. Don't give him a hint. No problem. Tommy, you ready? You got it. You got it. And Tommy, five. Yeah. Four, you want an answer? Three, two, one. I'm gonna say Carlos Santana. Close. They made the brother go on first. Oh, Jimmy? Richie Hayes. Richie Hayes. Correct answer. Mario wins. Got it, Mario? I almost won, but Mario. Good job. Good job. There's Mario with another. I met Richie Havens. I got him to sign his album. I do his merch. Do you? To this day. I do it for the estate. Oh, my God. I got to see him. I saw Richie Havens. Was his will? I saw I think very rare. But it's fucked up. They made the brother go on first. What do you mean by that? They made him go on first. He, did. he had no intention of going on. That first was the best Somebody's opening of, that could ever be. Yeah, he, what did he play? Bonus question. What did he play? Who cares? He played Woodstock. Lucky actually, bastard. I know the song he played. He actually wrote "Freedom" that that, Freedom. Uh, that day. At the moment, yeah. right? He, 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 he was out of songs. Can I? This doesn't happen. Chad Truth said "Kiss," which is incorrect. <laughs> Ryan. Mario wants a round for himself. Let's drink. No, he should be out. Let's drink. Tommy Thank Rockstar you. is the true winner, and <laughs> I will never recognize Sicily. Thank you. Sicily is not a country. It's not part of Italy. Thank you. Mario is the best around. He wins the game. Yeah. Uh, somehow. And, uh, Thank you, gentlemen. We only have six hours of show left. What do you guys want to do now? Upload the other episodes? No. Let's do it together. Play some jo- okay. Joey Ramone. Yeah, play Mario's uh, Jordan. I don't know how to find All right, fine. Play Arnold Schwarzenegger saying ice puns all night. All right. Well, let's take a quick break and come Should right I? back. And we'll, oh, come back. Yeah. we'll figure yeah, something out. We'll figure out. something out. Here, let's man. go play dominoes. We've got half an hour. Come back. Play dominoes. We've got to be on the air for another 25 minutes to lead into Brian Musikoff's music hall with music Iron Maiden theme. Where's Tuna Can? Brian Musikoff. All right, so everyone loves him. Thank you, Brian, uh, if you're ever listening, for doing the artwork every Amazing. week. Thank you, I mean, Brian. 
Jesus, God. Ryan Musikoff. How, how uh, you know, I don't know what we've Let's done to deserve Mets. So. Let's go yes. Mets. The Mets win. I owe uh, Ryan and Pete each $5. And, uh, I, you know what time I'm, it is? Time I will take anybody to the Met game on Monday night and have good seats. Who's coming? Yeah. We'll be back after these words. I will take anyone to White Castle. I just got on stage dripping, pouring with sweat. I was walking through the crowd. And guess who I met? I whispered in the air, come to the picture booth so I can ask you some questions to see if you're 100 proof. I asked her her name, she said, blah, blah, blah. She had nine, ten pants and a very big bra. I took a couple of flicks and she was enthused. I said, how do you like the show? She said, I was very amused. I started throwing bits, she started throwing back mid-range. But when I sprung the question, she acted kind of strange. Because when I asked, do you have a man? She tried to pretend. She said, no, I don't. I only have a friend.
Hey, everybody. We're back live here from the Barrage. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> we're we're back. That, oh, we're done. Sorry. Little, sorry that's my fault. I put, no, down. I put you all the way up by accident. That's a problem. That's very rare. I will lower you. <laughs> um, thank you, uh, Billy Bragg. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Thanks, Tommy Rockstar. Thank you, Pete. forward to seeing you in two weeks or thank so. Thank you, Mario. And uh, what a great interview. What a great treat for everyone here on Life from Barrage. What's, uh, what's in store next week, Tommy Rockstar? Well... We've got. Is it some, funny I mentioned that? It's funny you mentioned that. Well, first, let me start off. We're going to have a friend of the show come sit in with us, a longtime friend. Come on. For her third appearance. Just a friend? Is it Mary? No, it's not Mary Thomas this time. No, it's going to be our friend Melissa Spaulding. She's going to be sitting in with us for the entirety of the show. I love Melissa. But for our featured guest, I'm going to pass the mic to our I'm friend, <laughs> Ryan Carlson. Ryan's going to set up our featured guest for next week. Our guest next week is going to be Alex Harvey. Alex Harvey uh, is going to be here to promote his. Uh, presentation he's doing for the second year in a row called Unsilent Picture. It's a silent black and white movie that he made, and he's got uh, Bill Irwin is in it. A lot of you know who he is, Mr. Noodle, whoever. Uh, crocodile Hunter. <laughs> right, exactly. Well, which Mr. Noodle? Because uh, I know that guy. Oh, the, the one that dead. wasn't in the Shawshank Redemption. The other one. The one that wasn't. <laughs> the one that was on Northern <laughs> Exposure. <laughs> well, I thought one of the Mr. Noodles died, the guy who he was did, in... He uh, yeah. Okay, so it's the other guy. Right. I met him once, too. It's the living God. noodle. He's a nice guy. <laughs> right. The one from the Shawshank Redemption, his name is... Uh, what's the his name? The last surviving Mr. Noodle. Fuck, I can't remember. I won't go on a pontoon without my noodle. It's not the same guy, dude. It's not yeah. the same guy. So anyway, he's, gonna, he's in this, and... Uh, right. Alex Harvey. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on, nice hold on. What so, else did he do? Hold on, but um, to the black and white film, my Foley crew is going to be performing the... Uh, Sound effects live to the picture, and there's also going oh, to be a band there playing music. So what here in the studio? It's going to be in uh, in Westchester. It's going to be in uh, on the. Uh, it's going to be on the, the water. Van- so he's the Vanderbilt estate. Mary, he's a director. We're going to discuss his projects with him. Oh, I thought yeah. they, they thought they were going to do the sound effects like on air. Public public uh, <laughs> grounds. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> um, he's also uh, he's also a musician. He's going to play some music on the air. All and, right. Uh, you might also know him best from the Geico commercials when they had two guys playing music uh, to the bit that yes, was happening. Of he's one that. of the two guys. So, wow, Alex, Alex Harvey, wow. give it up. So he'll be here That's next week. Ryan, yeah, he's very Ryan. Melissa Spalding live in the studio. Yes, yes, she's yes, sitting can, in with us the entire. Does she live in Chicago now? Question, yes, but she question. visits here a lot. Ryan, can you one day bring some of the sound effect things into studio and play them for us? Uh, no, I don't do that for free. Come on. <laughs> no, I get I get paid to do that. Do the slide whistle. Bring some coconuts. Woo. Right, maybe I'll do something. Right. That would be great. And what else is happening, Tommy? <laughs> well. That's next week. Sound effects, right? That's yeah. next week, and that's all we can speak about. However, in oh, the meantime, oh, yeah. hush, hush. we've gone deep into the archives and found some old, old footage. Uh, not footage, I should say, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Audio footage. TDKs. From TDK cassette tapes of uh, co-host Mario Saro interviewing a rock punk rock legend, so we might listen yeah, to some of that. Let's have an excerpt of that. Does anyone want to hear uh, Mario interview Joey Ramone? Because I listened to it. It's pretty yes. amazing. I want to hear Joey it. Joey was on fire that night. Thank you, everyone in the chat box. Bob, Chad. Yeah. Enjoy. Kyle and everyone uh, tuning in. Thank you, Billy Bragg. And uh, here's Mario with Joey Ramone from what year is this, Mary? Uh, I, I think it was we established 85 or 86. I don't right. know. The album, the album was what? Too tough to die. Oh, yeah. In the shadows or whatever. We'll hear it. Too Let's tough to listen. die in the shadows. Brain drain. <laughs> Let's just listen. Yeah. Enjoy. We'll Let's play. Just, uh, we'll play in a little bit. Of uh, it. We'll let you uh, figure that out <laughs> for yourself. As Tommy sneezes, God bless you. Because well, really? Oh, bad cough, buddy. That's something. All right, we'll be back after this. We won't be back. No, Stick around night. for a music on with week. music off after 
We listened to Mario interview Joey Ramone. It's pretty funny. Joey Ramone's hilarious. And here yeah. we go. Let's see if this works. Classic. Life in the Barrage Radio Note. Yeah. The Quiet what? Storm. Hi, everybody. This is Joey Ramone here of the infamous Ramones. You're listening to WPIR 88.5 FM Brooklyn, New York. Stage here somewhere on Long Island. Nice dressing room, yeah. Real hot. And uh, Joey, you guys are back on the road. I like to have our dressing rooms look like this. You know, every every place we play, we we tell them to, you know, to bring in the bottles and the the egg crates. You know, and make it look. It's one of those fancy dressing rooms. All right, fancy. You know, like the like the Ritz or something. Yeah. So now you're touring, and uh, I guess the first question I'd like to ask you: What happened to Marky? Uh, Mark, Mark had a, a problem. He didn't know news was over, and uh, we had to let him go. And how's Johnny doing these days? He seems to be. He seems to be doing all right. So was that overrated? What the papers said about that whole accident thing? Yeah, it was. It was slightly blown out of proportion, but you know, it made a good story.
can't think. He's alright. Yeah, alright. Just got a new, a new do. I'm sure a lot of people glad to know that. Yeah, yeah, we, we were relieved, you know. You can't trust the post. <laughs> I know, I, I bought all three copies and I thought it was uh, uh, pretty wild, you know. Play Wingo? Wing no, I don't play Wingo. <laughs> I should, though, probably. You know, the, the right way going, I should. So now you're, you're in between an album, right? All right, all right. We're we're in between albums here, and we're we're preparing for the next one. We have about 12 new songs, and uh, it's gonna be the best so far, you know. Also, I mean, like we got really good stuff that's real diverse, and uh, it contains like, I guess, like a, a bit of hardcore and traditional Ramones, um, a touch of metal, and and some. Rockabilly in a sense. I don't. I wouldn't really call it rockabilly. Sort of like, like Jerry Lee, something like that. As far as I'm concerned, you know, I think I think it's gonna be real good. And we're gonna use uh, our original producers, Tommy Tommy Ramone and Ed Stacey, who did the first four with the live album. You see yourself. Do you see yourselves going back to uh, new audience, new hardcore audience? Well, I don't see us going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, I mean, I don't see us going back. I see them never, they never, they never left. I mean, they, one thing about the Ramones is that we never lost fans. I mean, some, some of our fans were bewildered because around the Pleasant Dreams era, they didn't know where we were heading, but, but they never left us, you know? And now we have, um, we have a really wide spectrum of, of fans. We have like the hardcore and we have the, the original Ramones fanatics. We, we have heavy metal fanatics, kids into like Van Halen and uh, Judas Priest, you know, ACDC. And, and we have, you know, all kinds of people that love, you know, genuine gut rock and roll music. I mean, the way things are going nowadays, it's, there's really nobody playing rock and roll anymore. It's all uh, elevator music.
People think that Subterranean Jungle is our first album, probably. And like, um, matter of fact, '84 is our tenth year. And um, and um, and what was I gonna tell you? I forget. Do you think that? Thank you. Thank you. It's our silver anniversary. <laughs> Do you think that because your music is is the way it is, the three, you know, straight ahead? You think that keeps you from the radio? I, I would I no I mean I I don't I don't understand you know I, we we try as, as hard as we can to sound like sticks but it doesn't come <laughs> out that way no I mean I I don't un, I don't understand it anymore I mean maybe in the early days since we were so uh, we were so completely different than than the Eagles but I mean nowadays with MTV I I mean uh, hopefully this will be our year I mean I say that every year but <laughs> I mean. Well, you I had mean, to jump on a video with the uh, with the movie, right? You had the movie out way before MTV. Yeah, well, the the movie definitely helped us a lot, and uh, I mean, I, I think so, you know. And uh, yeah, I thought it was well done, and it sort of it sort of started a, a, a B movie craze, you know, with all these other movies coming out, but they weren't up to par, you know. Anything, you know, we haven't lost anything. It's just we'd like to gain a little more, though. You know, we'd like to. Uh, I mean, when, see, we're not, we're not, we've never been a compromise band like uh, everybody else. You know, like, um, I mean, we never sold out or we never, you know, went off the track, really. You know, I mean, we might have missed with, uh, I'd say, Pleasant Dreams was uh, to me and to some people because 
uh, the, pr the producer wasn't quite the right person for the job, but I think the songs were great, and, and I think we've always been consistent, you know? Huh? like working with Phil Spector. I mean, it, it was, I mean, everything the band's done has always been very controversial, and, and it was it was sort of a split decision, like, a lot of people hated him, and a lot of people loved it, and I, I thought it was a real challenge working with Spector, since nobody else can, and uh, I really, I really uh, learned a lot from from Spector. I, I mean, to me, it was, it was, it was a very good experience, you know. I think I'm the only one in the band that feels that way, though, you know. You, uh, for a few years, it seemed like you were I'm adding heavy, more instruments. Well, the subterranean jungle, we totally stripped down. And
because the light was on.